0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Five,
1: four, three, two, one. Carolina blue kicks. Hottest nigga on the block. Used to Willie Bicycle since I was six. High school crossover. Waved away wave pics. Music is the same shit. <laughs> Musically the same shit. Gave away hits. So ma, get it together or forget it forever. When I go at you hard, I can get it through le- leather. You act like jigger can't get at whoever talking you got a man. Okay, ma, and... Hi, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod Ed. Karen. Saturday morning, so that means it's feedback time. Yes, it is. You should know how contact info if you're listening to this, but uh it's the iTunes, Stitcher Radio, the Blackout Tips. Um, if you listened to uh the, the Dan Labertard show with Stu guys yesterday, then uh maybe you're new and welcome. Welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Um, and shout out to Bo Monty for, uh, giving us, uh, showing us some love on the air, man. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but man, mm-hmm. my Twitter feed lit up. I was like, Oh, what happened? Yeah. I'll try to cut that audio and maybe we'll play it on tomorrow's show or something. But, okay. uh, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy moment. Cause, uh, I didn't think or ask for any shout outs. Uh, I was just calling up there and we did our normal thing. Yeah. Just talking to Bo. And, uh, next thing you know, I heard the blackout tips getting, uh, a shout out. On um, national radio, the this, this, uh, seconds before I went on the air, I was told not to say the word sucks. So that should tell you what kind of crowd uh, might be coming to the show. And I apologize ahead of time. In advance. Uh, so if you
0: don't stay long, yeah. we completely understand. But if you can hang with our humor,
1: we welcome you. Right. If you were calling up to the show to tell Bo that, um, you know, NFL players shouldn't be allowed to smoke weed because they would be bad role models. You should turn this off now. Oh, yeah. Uh, But yeah, this is a feedback show, which is dedicated to all the fans who interact with us a bunch of ways. They go to the website. They leave comments. They vote in the polls. They leave voicemails throughout the week. Uh, They do stuff like um, send us emails, uh, leave us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. As long as those reviews are five stars, we promise to read them on the show, regardless of content. We do. And uh, we have some reviews today, too. Uh, This also is a show for the people who donate to the show. Some people give money and uh, we like to uh, shout them out, you know, let them know. Hey, man, we appreciate this. So uh, let's get right into the people who gave us money because, you know, they make this all possible. They do. Greg G, you hit us with a recurring donation. Thank you. Said W. uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. Said the entertainer um chandra g yes chandra g uh dd hit us with that recurring donation we appreciate it dd we do shout out to dexter like they since they brought back powerpuff girls for a special i want a dexter special now i've been wanting that for years and a samurai jack special like, oh
0: yeah you know that's on Toonami now what is samurai jack
1: um, tsunami. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But I mean I want them to like do an extra episode, you know? Yeah. Catch up with Jack, see what happened with him and Aku. Yes, uh, Aku. Remy W, he hit us with that uh recurring donation. Uh Gabriel L, he hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Tabitha M, recurring donation. Um got a one time donation from Ta- T- Taylor G who says thank you guys from California Taylor thank you Taylor we appreciate you man uh, or lady i guess taylor could be a man a old old lady, was, lady. or lady yeah or uh were, uh name so either
0: one we still thank you
1: Antonio A says congrats business folks on his one time donation thank you so much uh, we appreciate it dog you thank know, you
0: we business men
1: yeah we're all setting some of these business fees uh, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> appreciate appreciate the help bro you know uh, this, is, this is like having dealing with the, the financial part of this is so funny because it's like everybody's like now let me help you pay yourself and then take a little bit of your money like uh thanks i think
0: are you uh uh, um this is how it's supposed to work
1: yeah i'm gonna
0: charge you to get to your money that you made yeah because it's simpler if we do it like this you can do it yourself
1: yeah but if we do it it's a little fee yeah just be careful because tax man might come but hey i ain't saying (laughs) you'll be all right (laughs) might be straight you might not you might be straight Um, or you might be in prison i don't know but but it's up to you but dealing with us we can guarantee you're gonna be jailed yeah but break us off like a little bit and we make sure that you know it won't be your fault if you go to jail we
0: keep uncle sam off for you they'll arrest us not you
1: but uh yeah man that, that was straight um so uh let's see what else is going on we also have comments on the website we have voicemails um And uh, I've been thinking about it, Karen. I am going to play those voicemails. Okay. But it'll be the last time.
0: Oh, that's fine with me. Like,
1: Because it goes back a ways. Uh, We have comments on the website, polls. Uh, We have uh, some five-star reviews. Want to read those reviews first, Karen? Let's let's do it. All right. On iTunes, how do you leave us a five-star review and get it read on the show, Karen?
0: You leave us a five-star review by going to any Apple device that you have, and going into your iTunes, and up in the uh, left-hand corner, you should be able to tap the black guy who tips. And up in the left-hand corner, you should be able to leave us a review. You can leave us five stars or write a review. We suggest that you actually write a review so that we can read it because those help our rankings in iTunes. If you do not have an Apple device or an iPhone or anything like that, you go to iTunes.com, create an account, and follow the instructions above. If you're like, I love you guys, I support you guys, but I don't have the money, uh, to donate or to go premium this helps more than you guys will ever know we thank you for everybody in advance that has and we thank you for the people that's listening to us right now going well damn it i ain't leave a five-star review you know what why are you talking to us on your uh apple device just click over real quick we won't stop playing i promise you and uh leave us a five-star review
2: right
1: you're probably listening to this on the iphone right now mm-hmm. leave us a five-star review come on man it's it just only takes a second and it, and it matters so much uh yes lol five stars by atl this podcast is awesome and you two are so cute well oh, thank you thank you we try you know my favorite part of each show is how committed you guys are to singing the fucking with black people and guess the race theme songs <laughs> i always end up singing along keep up the great work that is uh that's my jam you know that is a thing man you have to keep that energy up every time you know every time you're performing someone in the crowd is their first time yeah and i never want to cheat the fans Mm -mm. um woman wears the pants and panthers one and done five stars by pepper jack slash kojak great couple who are legends in the game much respect and love to you too thanks you so much for gracing us
0: thank you sweetie
1: so I guess it means Karen wears the pants and uh the Panthers are one and done talking a little shit about your Panthers, Karen. And the title.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They they out. No, I but I just I am a realistic Panthers
1: fan. hmm Um uh, but I still don't like that dude for the Fortners. Fuck him. I understand. Five stars, my new favorite podcast by Taylor Got Beats. I love this show, firstly as a black guy who tips and as a podcast listener. Rod and Karen are hilarious. The games they play on the show are always funny. Guess the race might be the best thing on iTunes. They talk about every comic, uh, everything from comic books to crazy people with swords. Lock them up. I agree please the audio quality is pretty good they usually record it through Skype and with a call-in guest while this is not good as having face-to-face conversation it gets the job done yeah you know i prefer face-to-face like i like when we have people in the studio, studio. uh but you know sometimes it's not possible um and some people you know i feel like the the, the gist of the conversation will still come through mm-hmm. and if we have good enough audio quality on both sides it should come through uh but yeah i agree i I prefer face to face man um but uh you know can't always get it done uh they have donate they have limited advertisers on the show i really appreciate that and it makes you want to contribute thanks guys for the show yeah we've had people like hit us up about advertising and stuff and um you know the the thing is like uh when i listen to radio one of the big turnoffs i had with radio was too much advertising true um and not, not that you know th- we may get to a point where we need more ads or we have to get um uh, more revenue somehow but um as of right now you know the fans contribute um when people uh advertise we try to keep it fun yeah keep yeah. it different we yeah. didn't want to just have like press play and there's like hey hey now uh it's time for such a such you know yeah, so so
0: we like to do the live reads which make us fun because we interact with each other and i right. guess it's different every in. time yeah yeah you're, you're never going to get the same uh, uh read
1: yeah and as much as like i like uh like say adam carolla's podcast sometimes they have like a recorded li a recorded read or then just sometimes it'll just sound like it's you know like he doesn't care, and
2: yeah. I don't ever
1: want to do the. All right, guys, here we go. Well, we got Vista Print. Uh, Vista Print yeah. right now is giving you two percent off. Like I don't. Codes, yeah, yeah, I would like to sound excited and yeah, enthusiastic. Yeah, because I'm
0: selling. You know, we are pushing and promote something to you guys, and we want you guys to be excited about it as we are.
1: Um. So yeah. Uh. And it says uh. Thank. Hey, I really appreciate that. It makes you want to contribute. Thanks, guys, for the show. So thank you, Taylor Guy Beats. We also got a five-star review on Stitcher Radio. Woo! Um, This one is from Slick Boy. Five stars. He says, best podcast out there. Three exclamation points. Rider and Karen get me through my night while I'm driving my forklift. Keep up the great work, guys. Smiley face. We will... And you keep being careful with that forklift, Ain't man. Ain't that the truth. Stay alert, my friend. Please stay alert. And also, uh to leave us a review. I know
0: you didn't ask, but I'm going to do it anyway. To mm-hmm. leave us a review on Stitcher, uh, download the Stitcher app on any. Most smartphones, you can download the Stitcher app, and you can leave us a review right underneath each episode. Or you can log on to Stitcher.com, create an account on Stitcher through uh their their website and leave us a five-star review and we will read them as long as they are five stars and we know people listen to stitcher so we thank you in advance for those of you that are planning on leaving us a review
1: yeah uh thank you so much guys that take the time out to do that because uh you didn't have to and uh, it helps to show out like i said man those are things that elevate us up uh the charts there's things that um let people know that the show is real and that people are listening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of shows out here that manufacture like stuff, you know, and you can fake it till you make it a lot of times, but there, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that where it it, it seems like people are like, Oh, we have 75,000 Facebook fans. And then it's like, well, you know, no one's really leaving reviews. No one's really interacting. You know, are we sure that, you know this is right you know so i feel like uh when you guys do that it legitimizes the show and uh you know really can't thank you enough um let's look at the podcast page and check out the comments and let's the do votes it. and the way that the polls ended up and stuff like that uh last week the feedback episode was 632 the Macklemore void uh we just you know talked about feedback with the fans you know listen to it if you uh, if you forgot already um but uh the comments uh there were none no comments but we had a poll the poll was could a mainstream black rapper make a successful pro-gay song yes they just never tried it or no it would be suicide you know because i feel like there's a lot of people who feel like macklemore only succeeded because he's a white person he made you know uh a pro-gay anthem and that kind of propelled him to a lot of critical acclaim that people feel is undeserved because he's not really that talented and um you know people feel like and then i feel like the unstated in that is well if a black person would have tried it it wouldn't have worked which i which is the only part i really agree disagree with me too i feel like there's a few black rappers that mainstream enough could have done an anthem for that and people would have been like that's really uh forward thinking of him and progressive of her or whoever right hmm. Yes, they just never tried it. 77% of people say, yeah, somebody could have made this song better, probably, already. Yeah. You know? Get it topped the charts. Yeah. And would I think it would have been fine. Like, I think uh Kanye West could have done this. He wants to yeah. be in the fashion industry. Uh Nicki Minaj could have done this. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, that was one of her big platforms, the fact that, hey, gay people really support me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Support them back, you know, reward your fans, right. You know, rap about something other than just how much shit you got. Uh, no, it would be suicide at 23%, which, you know, I think is a, I actually think it's a reasonable fear for some rappers, you know, but like Kanye West was getting called fag and gay for wearing a leather kilt. I feel like that dude could have made the song that, you know, really opened up a lot of people's ears and eyes to, Hey, you know, what the fuck are people talking about? You true, know?
0: if you really wanted to. Yeah,
1: but uh, I, I don't know. I feel some people, I think, you know, they just kind of accept certain limitations. So what what are you going to do when people are already saying this won't work? So maybe they just didn't think about trying it or maybe they don't care. Which That's true,
2: too. Which also
1: valid. Effective. They don't have to care. It's like it's like uh, that thing with Seinfeld. You don't have to care. People might judge you, but you don't have to care. Not true. Would you watch the Zimmerman charity boxing match? Yes or no? This was the poll to episode uh, 633, Yoga Racism, where we talked with Brandy, uh, who was just on the show the week before that. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we talked about Karen's CrossFit workout and PETA and Super Bowl commercials and a bunch of stuff. Um, Well, uh, the poll results were. 26% Twenty-six percent of the people in our audience would watch the Zimmerman charity boxing match. This is before the, they announced DMX was in it. Um, before Game tried to be get into it. Seventy-four percent, which is the side I side with, to be quite honest, say no, they would not watch this mm-hmm. shit.
0: You won't get a dime from me.
1: Yeah, I don't even really like talking about it.
0: Mm-mm. You know, just makes me angry. So like, you know what? Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, I just, like, the Trayvon Martin thing was kind of real to me, um, representative of a lot of stuff, a lot of issues in society. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just to me, more so than the the case and the verdict, it was, like, just this idea that um, someone is seen as a threat just by existing. Yep. And you by can, being. Mm-hmm, and you can be put down uh, for no, basically for no, no reason. real reason. And even if they couldn't, you know, even if it was kind of a murky case, the way people were supporting George Zimmerman just really turned my stomach. Like no one should support somebody for something like that. No one should be famous for killing a a innocent black kid. No one should be
0: called a celebrity for doing that either.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't, you know what? I don't put any, I don't put any weight on being called a celebrity, honestly.
0: Okay.
1: Like people put too much esteem on that shit. Like, you know what i mean like people are like oh that's that's what's wrong with people is they, they worship celebrities and it's never been a status you should worship worship you know that's like that's true too many people are like paris hilton is a celebrity she's not talented she's a reprehensible human being true so him being a, a, a celebrity i don't have as much a problem with him being famous for killing a black kid and people wanting to give him money
0: that's what i have a problem
1: that is the crazy part to me wanting to give him money paying a hundred thousand dollars for basically a photocopy with some with some print on it just to keep him you know getting revenue and in the news i don't i'll never understand that you me know either. but uh yeah 74 percent people said no i'm, I'm with them I, I wouldn't watch it me i don't either. i don't know how people can honestly there's nothing that can be gained from it if uh-huh. he gets beat up then it's just going to prove a lot of people or people are going to take it as proof of like, this is the savagery of black people and see he can't fight. So this is why he had to kill that kid because he can't fight. And I don't want to go through that. Yeah, And if he wins, then people are going to look at it as some type of racial victory or something, or, you know, it's just stirring the pot of emotions that a lot of people are trying to, you know, not have to deal with all the time. Like people don't need that shit thrown in their face. No,
0: they do not.
1: Um, uh, but yeah, uh, we had a couple comments. Ashley says, I'd watch to see him get his ass beat to a Pope. I wouldn't pay a red cent to him ever. I don't care if it's for charity. Um, and Miss Danny says, I won't be watching, but I hope GZ gets a world star ass whooping. Yeah. I don't, I feel like if he gets his ass whooped, people are just going to use that too. Like, they'll be like, Oh, see, he got his ass whooped. So he, he had to kill Draymond Martin. See, this is why it's okay. So, so we're right. Cause people, you know, it's like uh, I had it's like, you know, when I talked to my friend and it was like, look, man, this shit ain't a debate to me. So, like, I'm not like this isn't like, hey, the Cowboys aren't as good as the Eagles and yeah. we can have a debate back and forth. Yeah, I'm and like you. It's- I don't I don't look at this stuff and go, huh? See, here's another fact on my side. And the fact that anyone would treat it that way. Shows, Kinda shows the problem with it.
0: Yeah, and 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 it shows that you don't see it as as a real um issue to mm-hmm. you. Like you said, to you, it's almost like we talking about the Cowboys game. And I'm like, this we're, this is not a debate, this is not a discussion. Yeah. It's just one of the few times where I've already covered my mind made up. So there's nothing you can say or do to make me change my mind. So why are we talking?
1: Right. Episode six thirty four. Run, Sharon, run. Where we had uh Jay, impossible white man of the show, on mm-hmm. as a guest. And uh, people were uh, leaving some comments and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> Shay writes in: "I investigate. Uh, I investigate abuse and neglect in my state. I have seen a lot of crazy, hilarious, and just plain messed up stuff. But Florida is notorious for having the worst cases in the country. Shocking. So that taser story. That's right. We read a story about a lady who tased allegedly her the kids that were in her care." uh in a game she called electric chair mm-hmm. to discipline them yes sir so that taser story didn't surprise me one bit my coworker used to work in florida and he said the worst part is that a lot of the abuse that there never gets reported so at least those kids had a different outcome <clears throat> but um i saw a picture of that lady and she looks a little off who left that child with her and why oh florida yeah in florida she's a viable option to take care of children that's wow. what florida is yep well uh, Condor's fondus uh terrence i mean uh howard howard. Ter- howard t smith says uh let me start by giving my condolences to flavor flave on the loss of his mother i still chuckle a little a little bit when on his comedy central roast he introduced her to his friend porn legend ron jeremy i'd speed to my mama's funeral as well anyway as for the issue of safe ads on uh, and, and people being offended let me say this once more about the parents of America that get pissed off at things offending their children. These parents are becoming the social equivalent of the guy who brings his wife and kids to the UFC fight party. And then either gets legitimately angry that they're watching two men beat the shit out of each other or feign outrage to stay the safe face in front of what they actually outraged significant other. Not everything is about your goddamn ki- kids, <clears throat> neither the super bowl nor the Grammys or any form of entertainment has to tone itself down for you out of fear of your outrage, anyway. Keep with the good word TBGWT,
0: and that's true. Unless it's a quote-unquote kids award show, they they do not have to cater towards you.
1: Yeah, it's weird because they have a Kids Choice Award, they have um, the show. Nickelodeon
0: Awards, they have the Disney Channel Award. Like I watch them, they have these fucking awards, and they these are designed. You, everybody gets slimed and joked, and you know SpongeBob comes out. That shit is for your children. This other stuff. <clears throat> is not catered towards your child and
1: the disconnect that i have and uh, maybe it's just the way i view sports and i'm probably just out of the main i'm probably just not the guy to go to to talk about some of this shit but you're watching grown men try to kill each other yes you are uh like you're watching people that have been convicted of rape uh people that are have been like attempted murder you're watching people um that have like that have like some grown up issues Mm -hmm. sometimes and not all of it's pretty and clean Mm -mm. and you're letting your kid watch that shit and, and not expecting them to be able to handle this. Cause I'm not saying you can't let your kid watch it, but I think the second that your kid sees some dude's knee go the wrong way, they can handle, you know, uh, you know, some uh beyonce's dress at halftime or whatever you know like come on now it's kind of over you know they can handle seeing an advertising where a guy kisses a girl at a prom party without asking her permission first you know that, that they, they'll they be okay and plus a lot of people that get mad it's not even uh people with kids uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people that get mad i think it's just they have you know for lack of a better term like outrage blogs and mm-hmm. they're gonna be mad about something and it's like they hunt to be offended. Right. Like, I'm going to make sure that I'm as humorless as possible about this so that I can write a think piece or a long write up about, hey, uh this article is problem. This ad is problematic. And then uh you end up with these shitty Super Bowl ads that nobody really remembers or cares about. Nope. You know, which, you know, and if that's around- what they want to do, they can do it.
0: Yep, and then they turn around, well, they were boring. Yeah, they boring because when we tried anything outside the box, we had to deal with the other bullshit.
1: Yeah, and those people, the only reason those people think the ads were boring this year is because they enjoy the anger that they get when a guy is leering at a woman in a tight dress and it turns into a car because they enjoy that because they can get all jacked up and write about that shit for a week and get comments but this
0: year it was none of that they was was like we gonna strip it down to like the bare bones get mad about dad
1: yeah everybody basically threw their commercials through uh, you know some sort of like test of like what will not offend anybody Mm -hmm. unless they're already like racist or something
0: yep so. And that's what happens, and this is what you get.
1: Yeah, I prefer the uh, I prefer people fucking up so we can have some jokes, guys. Yeah, because I don't, cause I don't, I I loved don't to read. read them
0: angry blogs anyway, so fuck them people.
1: I would have loved to have read a couple of the angry blogs on the show, would have loved it. People taking shit way too serious. I love that shit. And why did he hold her hand instead of her holding his? You're like, mm, hmm, this is stupid. Ah, uh, yes, do, do people with kids understand the sacrifices that come? With the decision to have younglings, says Prince Laurent, if your kids are in the room, then there are some programs that you cannot watch. Why should every program cater its experience to suit your dumbass kids? The Super Bowl started at six thirty, so your kids are probably awake. And if you thought commercials were too racy, then you can't. You can watch. You can watch that shit, or you can't watch the shit. I don't know. You can watch the shit. I have nieces and nephews, and when they visit, I can't watch Spartacus. I'll be in this bitch watching Toy Story three. Right. I do that. Yeah. When, when Layla comes over. It's, Rugrats all yeah, it's day. Rug, it's Rugrats time. It's not like I, like, and if I try, like, I'm be like, Hey, let's watch the Transformers Prime. She be like, this ain't Rugrats. What are you doing?
0: And she look at you and get mad. And you know what? Layla's so smart. She look at you and be like, this is not appropriate. She told me that mm-hmm. one time. I was like, my bad. Cause I had, we was watching something on TV and I had was making her a snack and it must have changed programming. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, I ain't supposed to watch this. It's like, Oh, my bad. And I turned to the channel like, she'll let you know it's not appropriate.
1: Yeah. I was watching something with her one time, it was a Garfield movie, and one of the uh women in the Garfield movie had big old titties for some reason. And Layla had watched it already and she just made jokes about look at her breast. Her breast is so big and I was like, Okay, so this is okay. But Optimus <laughs> Prime Optimus Prime I can't shoot a nigga in the chest. Yes, That's fucked up. Yes, Layla Layla is the best. Last night, um uh, uh
0: your mama was doing my hair and her granddaddy was telling her about uh, he was getting a meal, and the gay dude was trying to hit on him. And he said, "Uh, you know what he wanted?" And Layla said, "He wanted you." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> Lord, have mercy!" Uh, it's, it's like you can tell she's a Maro, So it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, "Yeah, I think she can handle certain things. I think she can't handle because of her age." Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she can handle big breasts on a Gar uh, Garfield cartoon.
1: Yeah, she just didn't want to change. She just do not want, want to watch no Transformers. That's what that boil down to. The truth is that these parents are personally offended by the commercials but bring up children so they don't get ridiculed. Fuck y'all. Yeah, I think a lot of people do hide behind their children, like, this will offend my kids. It's like, uh, is that really what happened? Are you just uptight and your kid probably didn't even notice the shit or didn't give
0: a fuck up? oh. Uh, or either don't give a damn basketball sports playing Legos or some shit. I mean,
1: I remember when I watched the Super Bowl where Jada Jackson popped a titty out. You couldn't tell. Mm-mm. Cause it, you, was, it was literally seconds. was less than a second. You literally, you just couldn't tell. And it ends with everybody going, did she? The end. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, was this Super Bowl boring? was the poll. I've been here a lot of mixed reviews. I enjoyed it. Uh even though I thought the commercials were kind of subpar. But uh I enjoyed good beat 'em down and uh two black quarterbacks got Super Bowl ring. So uh it says yes it was a snooze fest thirty two percent. I was pretty entertained, forty five percent, and I didn't watch twenty four percent of the artists said fuck the Super Bowl. <laughs> Other shit was on. Ashley says it was interesting to see if the Broncos would ever score. It was entertaining since I was at a party with a 12th uh man, one man. The, gr- the game overall was a bore. I'd rather have watched Real Housewives House of Atlanta. All the commercials were corny. The only thing I really liked was the Coke commercial with all the languages. It was touching. I shed a tear. They had a lot of touching commercials. It was, yeah.
0: You know. I like that Coca-Cola commercial,
1: too. Yeah, I did, too. I only, and only racist people cannot like that.
0: Yeah, the only thing about the Coca-Cola commercial, I was like, Coca-Cola, I wish that America was really like this damn video, but I, clear, America don't embrace folks like this. You start speaking all them languages. I was like, oh, this is touching. But as soon as this go off race, is going to be like, why did they have people speaking all these languages in America? Coke commercial.
1: Yeah, actually, somebody that I respect uh said something on twitter that was like or not even, I, so it was someone i know on twitter i can't remember who it was now but someone was bringing up the coca-cola commercial and they were like yeah that offended me because you're in this country so it should always be you should always have to say it in english or whatever i was like mm-hmm. Eng- english is from England. Ain't that the truth. If you really are that uptight, we should be fucking speaking one of the Native American tribes' languages, you know, that um that was eradicated by the people from England. Like, yeah, we should none, be of this, a, none of this shit is this A toilet,
0: a if I'm pronouncing that right. The what? A toilet, a toilet called a louvre, louvre the toilet, it? in England.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Don't get me lying. A lou oh lou oh you mean when you have to go use the bathroom yes. to go to the lou mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah it's just stupid so the, none of this shit is ours this these words coming out of our mouth are not originally from the people that you know actually lived here that we can't yeah it's it's like i just thought that was really it was one of those moments where i was like this is so stupid i'm not i don't have anything to say to you other than i don't agree like just don't be xenophobic and racist about shit like that man this is this is uh not not necessarily a melting pot pot, but America is kind of like an o c d person's plate where everything has its place and not a lot of interacting happens necessarily but um everyone is everything is welcome on the plate,
0: yes, it is, you know? and
1: uh I think that is the American dream. I think that's what Coca cola was kind of showing, was like you can come from anywhere to this great country and uh become a part of it
0: yeah and my, so. and my thing is this unless you are like one of the original native american tribes
1: motherfucker, you came on a boat a boat, yeah. a boat. Every, everybody why are you so i don't know i don't get it but you know i'm also the person that said i don't get when people go um rod you made a joke about new york city or you y'all made a joke about florida And i'm like y- you, none of this is yours
0: Mm-mm.
1: none of this shit is really yours even the land you think you own isn't yours government can come in and be like hey dog we, we need this <laughs> like hey, none doll, of this we
0: don't cut your backyard in half and the damn thing you can do about it
1: yeah it's all pretend and then you're gonna die and then what um prince LaRon says the super bowl was exciting as shit the broncos have spotted team point team's points before so the broncos had a chance until the harvin return after that facebook and twitter turned into a huge Peyton man and roasting session it did the super bowl is really isn't really about the game it's about the experience so if you got a foul group of niggas to joke with you'll be good press lca says i love seeing a team i'm pulling for a stomp a team i dislike that's not boring that's awesome so yeah it was cool man especially if you had a black qb agenda <laughs> which mine activated the second that safety happened i said hmm." Seemed like a good time to hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. Ty's turned out after, after a while.
0: After I was angry at first. But then Ties turned out started joking with everybody else. Yeah.
1: Karen was mad. I was like, you still rooting for this? I'm over yeah, it. So I'm over I, it. I was angry. She's like, but, come on, Peyton. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm over this. <laughs> this time for blackness to come to the White House.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, visit the blackness that's already in the White House. Duh um do you care about diversity in comedy was the poll for episode 635 uh we got a lot of comments on this episode so let's talk about the comments first um uh in negro montoya wrote man look that whole anti-masturbation thing is real we talked about uh we started it with a video from i mean with a fake uh hope there was a hoax and uh where where they were saying that kids in preschool and shit would be taught how to masturbate Mm -hmm. in sex ed class. And people actually didn't let their kids go to school. (laughs) Like just crazy shit like that. Um, Then we played a, I was like, now America, before you get on your high horse, here's a little clip of BYU, a American higher learning Mm institution for grown ass people saying uh if you're masturbating you're injured on the battlefield and it's up to your friends to snitch and on you and help you get help so yeah i wish what is that conversation like when Come you go on. hey man um i turned you into the counselor today i i saw i saw the Pornhub page and uh ah. y- you need to talk to somebody
2: you got problems like
1: why did i go here uh, man, look, that whole anti-masturbation thing is real. I was part of a few Christian circles in college who were heavy on the shaming of the beating of the meat. They be they misinterpret Bible verses. Yeah, I've seen that. He let seeds spill on the ground. I'm like, what about the rest of the sentence and the story it was involved in? Ain't that the nope, truth. that's enough. The before and after. Yeah, that's enough. They, they misinterpret Bible verses and even make verses up to justify their stance. Damn, make verses up. Wow, I didn't wow. know you could do that. Uh, yeah I, I yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest that yeah uh can we all turn to Harry palms one chapter ah! chapter one verse seven <laughs> uh thou shall only touch the breast with the hairy palms and his eyes were blind with the semen of the lord <laughs> uh it's bad enough that we can't have sex until marriage and you encourage us to wait until we're good and grown before we get married yeah, you're just going to be backed up your whole life having blue ball dreams and as a fucking adult, I refuse to ever have blue balls again in my life. Uh, that's one of those things you need to take action upon. Like that's crazy. That's your body fighting against itself. I'm never if I never have another weird sex dream, I'll be happy, you know? So that's what blue balls does. You have weird sex dreams and nocturnal emissions at night cuz you didn't rub one out at some point. That's crazy. Oh, for real. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, one time when I was like younger before I knew about jacking off, I had a dream about having sex with our ugly ass neighbor. That was my mom's friend. Oh, yeah. And, and I, and I woke up and had a nocturnal mission and shit. And I just remember like being traumatized. Like, why would I, why would I fuck her? Do I want her? I don't have a crush on her. She is terrible. She is hideous. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? And I found out later, like, uh, you just have yeah, to rub one out. That shit will never happen. So, but now we can't even rub one out to relieve the tension. So basically we gotta be backed up for years, and if we slip up even once, we go we could go to hell. Imagine having that on your mind while watching your favorite porno. I'm lucky I didn't just jump out of my dorm room window. <laughs> yeah, dog. I don't know how people do it, man. I don't know. Not gonna have me hung up. What kind of spine is right saying, dude. It's just old or young dumb people looking at the world with an antiquated paradigm. Sexual frustration never works for religions. Look at Islam in the Middle East. The government there outright makes premarital sex and masturbation illegal. Combine that with the high heat and no alcohol. And it's no surprise Al Qaeda can convince a guy to blow himself up by promising him 72 virgins in the afterlife. Oh man, that's yes. gotta be, uh, yeah. that's gotta be extremely xenophobic, but, uh, that's also. first about the paparazzi issue. The main politician opposing it is from Irvine, California, Irvine, a place that is notoriously racist. This is Howard again. Um, even raging against the machine. Lead singer, Zach De La Roca, uh, said that he grew up near there, that they treated him like shit due to him being half Mexican. You don't think a politician out of that town wouldn't mind the paparazzi making the life of any and all left-leaning celebs a living hell if possible. Well, it was the Republicans who were against the uh, the paparazzi law. There was, uh, on the show, we talked about a law where uh, that had passed that there were two new laws where you can't harass um, celebrities uh, as a paparazzi as much. Um, and Karen was surprised that there was even anybody against it. And, Come uh, on now. They all turned out to be conservatives, so maybe they just... Of course. You know, they were like, fuck these these hippies. Mm-hmm. As for Seinfeld and his issue with diversity in comedy, I think it's safe to say why it's not black and brown people aren't as accepted in the mainstream comedy If white people have to look at it. They are forced to, in some form of facet to see a reality for others caused either by their privilege or their indifference. Even if a show not good times, they still have to step outside their world when the show deals with things like misbehavior in public or the things parents worry about happening more often to the kids. Not sure I really understood. You were kind of all over the place with that sentence, but uh, thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Prince Laurent says I might have to give Seinfeld a hundred percent pass on this. I don't think that diversity falls on the likes of him. Comedians such as Patrice O'Neill, Hannibal Buress, Bill Burr, Doug Stanhope, Pat Oswalt, David Cross, David Tell, Anthony Jeselnik, David Daniel Tosh, and many others have mostly white fan bases and push the issue when it comes to race and privilege. It is a misconception that the lack of diversity is due to consumer ignorance. The truth is that they wanted, If they wanted diversity, they could easily find it. It is not Seinfeld's duty or responsibility to provide a diversified show for his audience. If he made people, if he made people laugh that his job was done, that may make his passively, part of the problem that may make him passively part of the problem that I believe doesn't actually exist. Um, Mm. you don't believe there's a, okay. With that being said, you can judge Seinfeld and his audience, but black comedians are out here eating with Seinfeld's endorsement. Um, who are these black comedians? Ain't that the truth. Number one. I mean, he endorsing them, but wouldn't put them in any of his work. That doesn't seem like very much of an endorsement at all. No, it's not. Um, I prefer Larry David, Uh, take on it compared to uh, Seinfeld where he had some criticism thrown his way and basically did an entire season uh, probably my favorite season of Kirby Enthusiasm where he brilliantly involved just different characters and a lot of black characters and it was um, one of the funnier things I've ever seen on TV Um, diversity can like Diversity is, can also like help. Like, that's one of the things I don't understand. You can be limited by a lack of diversity. Yes, you can. Uh, Fox shows are now starting to, uh, like branch out into and cast different kinds of actors and they're more successful mm-hmm. now than they were in the past because people are watching these shows and they're like, this is good. You know? And also, it's comedy. Part of what makes comedy good is the friction between two points of view and the more different people involved in something are i think the funnier it gets you know it's one of the reasons people think seinfeld is lame and some people don't even fuck with him mm-hmm. i'm not dissing him to that level i think the show seinfeld was good as a comedian i i think he's a bit overrated but um i've enjoyed his stand-up t- as well but i did but when there's a friction of points of view you know where the, that's why some of the best comedy is like about relationships because men view this women view it that way some of the best comedy is about um stuff like uh politics uh race religion uh it's like because you're talking about not just your point of view but what someone else thought and then why and then bouncing off of that Mm -hmm. um so i and i don't think the onus is on him but to say that um like I I I feel like the onus isn't on him to have to present a tapestry of diversity throughout his work. I don't think you have to, but I prefer people who do, which is why I don't really fuck with him.
0: That and the fact that he has the right to do what he wants to, but you know what? People also have the right to question it, yeah, and to ask why. And and,
1: the, and yeah, and honestly, to me, the problem with like this kind of is a problem of his own making, and then Gawker trying to incite something mm-hmm. and i think that's unfair i don't think that's true i don't think he's some huge i don't even think he's racist at all like mm-hmm. i don't think he's walking around either. thinking black people can't be funny and nope. shit um a lot of people are just kind of scared of shit like that because it's like i don't know the rules kind of and i don't want to mess up my career making jokes about something and then people come in and go hey fuck you i don't like what you said yeah. mm-hmm um i and then you and then you have this like crisis where you're like i'm not an expert at this kind of comedy let me just stop um but also what i was gonna say is like i think that um he doesn't have to do anything but uh people that do to me elevate their comedy yes they do and that's why they're better you know like all those comedians you named i like better than him Mm mm-hmm uh, because they talk about stuff that and he's the safe guy and uh you know america needs their safe guys and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that but Mm-mm. you won't catch me um saying it and also when he was asked he didn't have to be dismissive like he got so defensive and that you know when it happens to everybody you know you say someone says something negative about you and when he's just like who cares about diversity and blah 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 it was one of those moments where it's like a lot of people care. The reason this question even came Came up up. was because so many people asked. Yeah. You know, people do
0: care and you're basically dismissing the people caring because you don't care.
1: Yeah. All he had to say is I don't care about that, that that's all Mm -hmm. and leave it at that. If that's or that's to me, that's how I took it was. I don't care about this. And I'll say, this is right. Like, yes, it is. Everybody don't got to care. So, but if you want to talk about the problem of a lack of diversity, Oh, he's part of the problem. It's the attitude is that his attitude is part of the problem.
0: Yeah. Not him he, himself, but yeah. the attitude perpetuates the issue. No,
1: him, himself and his attitude. Okay. He has the power to change things. Yes, he does. He don't care. No, he does not. Now you weigh how bad that is to you, right? I'm not telling you it's the worst thing in the world. You, mm-hmm. but you weigh how much, because that is the same thing that keeps people from getting ahead at corporate offices. Yes. It's the same thing when you watch a TV show and you go, man they're doing a TV show in Brooklyn about girls and there's not a single black person on the show. This is the kind of, they don't care. So this is why that happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you can, I, and I defend people's right to not care and not to give a fuck. You know, you now. don't have to be an ally. You don't have to fake it. Mm-mm. But if somebody wants to go in and go, yeah, I don't like this person cause they don't really deal with anyone outside of just other white males. I can see why they would be, Like, yeah, I don't like this guy or I don't find him as funny or whatever. So I think you just have to look at it that way. And, and, and yes, you are part of the problem. You're in a position that you can help and you decide not to. You're part of the problem. The problem is nobody's helping. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, uh, you know, to say the problem doesn't exist. I don't know. I I I think we, we just can't agree there. Mm -mm. And then how you feel about someone being quote unquote part of the problem is up to you, yes, you know. Is. You you probably don't care, so it's not a big deal. Um, we asked our audience, do you care about diversity in comedy? Yes. In addition to being funny, I like seeing diversity. By the way, that's what I wanted to say. That is the other problem I have with Seinfeld's comments, and a lot of people do this, where he framed it as an ultimatum, and that was fucked up because he was like basically saying, like, well, if I get these black people or people of any different background then then I'm just kind of doing them a favor because I'm not like like, like he was saying basically yeah. like I I can have these people on or I can make just be funny. That's like okay but you can do both.
0: Yes you can.
1: You can find funny comedians of different races, backgrounds, uh genders, uh sexual orientation and they can then they can they can be funny as well. Mm-hmm. You don't care, but let's not say there's this ultimatum of, Oh, if I had these, these other people on, it won't be as good. Cause that's bullshit. That's true too. Now, you know what i <laughs> like? That's just willful ignorance at the point at that point. So, um, the, so yeah, yes. In addition to being funny, I like to see diversity and I put that in addition to being funny in there. Cause I feel like the baseline for comedy is funny. Yep. And no, as long as it's funny, I don't care about the rest. 34% of people say, hey, if it's funny, I don't give a fuck. It, i laughed. I'm done. And I, and I understand that. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. I think that's how a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a certain extent, I feel that way a lot of the time. Yes. But I just, I notice stuff where I'm just like, huh, that's funny. No women on this show, you know? Yeah, I still thought it was funny, but it's, yeah. I do pick up on things like that. And yes, in addition to being funny, I like seeing diversity 66% of people. I'm kind of in that camp where I feel like to me, the baseline of something to just be funny is such a low baseline Mm -hmm. that I've elevated my palate above that. You know what I mean? Like I actually like something. I like it. My favorite and my, and the best comedians in my opinion have social commentary interwove into their, their humor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Seinfeld has ever been about that. Oh no, uh, Anna Maine Sparkster says, "How can we not care about diversity in comedy if we didn't care about diversity? The entire comedy scene would be an all boys club full of straight white guys who all lead similar lives. In other words, boring as fuck. It's our different life experiences—people of color, women, LGBT people, poor people, etc.—that makes comedy such a rich art." Of course, these things don't matter to Jerry. That's what comes with living a pri- in a privileged bubble with a wall as thick as the Great Wall of China. He's a wealthy white male, so he never has to worry about diversity. He's a default option in the game of life. For the rest of us, we have to put in a long-ass cheat code like in the NES days in order to get anywhere near his status. So, yes, I'll take diversity in comedy. Diversity and comedy, meaning both. Not one or the other. Thank you very much, Mr. Jerry. Yeah, because then people jumped into, like, if it means D.L. Hewley's going to get a show. Like, no, that's not what it means. means, No, it's not. Like, it's okay to be funny and black and woman and this and that. Like, Mm -hmm. there's funny people of all ilks. I'm not saying you need to reward people just for being black. I'm just saying there's funny people. If he went to look, he would find somebody immediately like, oh, I want to, that guy's funny. I would like to have him in my car. Yeah, but he's not
0: looking because he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has that right and that option.
1: Right. Uh, Dune Dragon says, I really don't care about diversity if it's funny. Back in the days, I wasn't watching The Living Color thinking I wish there were a few more honkies so they could do a skit on the bushes. The problem, the topics that the Wayans put out there were funny and I was content with it. I agree that diversity enables you to have a wider palette to cover a wider scope of topics, but Rod went ahead to skew his poll question, as usual. That said, seeing Sashir shake her thing on the 28 Reasons skits made me think, mm, the drought of curves on SNL is over. It's over. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're saying the poll is skewed, but Mm-mm. that's fine. Um, but... Um, the The thing that I'm saying though, is even within living color you're still gonna have Jim Carrey on there mm-hmm. um you like you don't like that's the thing with black entertainment you're never gonna have uh black entertainment that is only black because nope. one the industry isn't built like that really no, it's not two so much of our lives, so much of our story in America involves dealing with people of different cultures and races and yeah. how that affects stuff. So mm-hmm. you're never going to get like, th- like to me, that's a stupid comparison to say mm-hmm. Living color to say Seinfeld because there's, there's no lack of what is the white perspective on this half of the comedy on Living color. Even the skits that have no white people in them are, here's a joke about how white people perceive this thing. Yes. That doesn't happen on Seinfeld. No, there's no, this is how black people perceive this thing. No. So let's make this a joke. They, they, they can't do it. And the only way that they will really be allowed quote unquote to do it in the comedy rules is to have people of different races and cultures on there. They don't have that on there. So mm-hmm. I kind of reject your entire point really, you know, like uh Dave Chappelle did a skit called black Bush. And the whole point of it was if George Bush was doing this shit and he was just some wild ass, brother being ignorant and bad at his job people would be like what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. you know so i i feel like you know that's not really a fair comparison doom dragon um but thank you for writing in professor lca says most unattractive pick of seinfeld ever perfect lol uh yeah the show art um which was ripped directly from the interview yes it was like that's just how he looked when he got upset uh we have uh episode 636 business selfies yeah uh dylan was on the show with us for this one Mm -hmm. um you guys might know him from the dylan one on twitter and uh let's see the the people had comments prince leon says this woody allen shit is insane i understand if you can still watch his movies but to come out and ride for him is totally different Barbara Walters said that she has seen Woody with his daughters and they have a good relationship. Does she not understand that most people would molest, <laughs> wouldn't molest their children in front of Barbara Walters. Come on now. I wouldn't have a problem if this is the first time, but he has already admitted to similar shit before. I was a young one when big Ben got his first accusation. And I thought it was a stretch for people to say he raped that woman. After the second joint came out, I wiped my hands of that shit. By the third one, I was suspicious of anyone who wasn't suspicious of big Ben. Me yeah. too yeah but that's that's that hollywood elite shit man like those people get their check signed by that dude they have a chance to get a be in a movie mm-hmm. and his movies all get critical acclaim and they've decided to sweep that under the rug it's like how people do with that dollar yeah you know, it's like how people do with r kelly or a good sports star where it's just like this shit don't matter to me it's like these are human people's human beings lives that, that he's are affecting. affected that's right dr abrasive says i give wouldn't pull out status to all sevens and above we talk about Paul George and how he was, uh, yeah, he, he impregnated some stripper and then mm-hmm. people put a picture on li- line and everybody, all these brothers was like, I would not pull out of that. I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah. I've seen the people you have sex with. They don't look as good as this woman and mm-hmm. you, they have your children. Mm-hmm. So I think you wouldn't pull out of anything that you pulled into. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't pull out status to all sevens and above, but I make exceptions for any woman that shows interest in me. Let me out. Let me out talk her consents to sex has a fat ass or any combination of the above. I'm trying to pull a trap move with the the current role. So hell yeah, I'd be down for that. I'm not mad at any woman that successfully pulls it off. Fake love. Get money. What kind of says Woody Allen is just awful. What's worse is that celebs like Whoopi Goldberg are hardcore standing for him. I stand by H2O Kev's point that she stands for evil white celebs because that's the only kind of men who will fuck her. Jesus. Uh also on the on DM, uh, the DMX huh. versus Zimmerman fight.
0: I was about to say Kevin wasn't even on the episode. how we start? how we get no, to Kevin?
1: Kev said that on, on the Sandy Check podcast okay. last week. Um, when they talked about her having uh predator braids and shit. It was it was pretty bad. Um <laughs> he also said uh uh um fuck philip seymour hoffman when he heard he died it was was a pretty outstanding outing for kev that day (laughs) also on the dmx versus zimmerman fight mo has put a moratorium on us discussing it on the show so i'll say that what i've been wanting to say here please for the love of god let mike tyson fight him iron mike's trash talk is epic forget richard sherman that's a thug athlete Yeah, they're not going to do that, and I don't Mm want to see it.
0: Me either. Prince
1: Laurent said, I had to coin a new word for these niggas out here riding, feeling bad for the likes of Paul George. It's called sympathy or sympathetic, spelled like S-I-M-P. That's pretty good. Uh, The poll was, if men could trap women with babies by getting pregnant, do you think they would? 23% of people said yes, most men would be trying to trap women. 40% 40% said it would be about the same as women do it now. And 37% said it would be way less men trapping women if the shoe was on the other foot. I, and personally, I think everybody that voted for the 37% that said it would be way less men doing it,
0: all full of
1: shit, mm-hmm. full of fucking shit. I
0: don't believe that either.
1: If we could do it, we would all do it. <laughs> we just don't have the option. And that's where the anger comes from like oh you trapped me if yeah. there was a way i could do this yeah. back to someone that's else that's why I'm when rude. that shit happened people go fuck you bitch and right. all that shit because you angry shy love says shy love don't need them shy love don't don't love them shy love slow down the car and shove them ah! wait shy love don't need them don't love them shy love slow down the car and shove them shy love wouldn't want the extra headache well maybe nia long she is a bad dainty side i tell you but shy love has been caught up in the leg lock seemed like she knew even if shy love stopped pumping Lil shy wouldn't they do oh, be knowing <laughs> they do be knowing prince lauren says how is this a real question niggas are already women <laughs> how many stories you hear about niggas playing mad and shit while that woman is out working i wish i could trap that stripper she bad as hell she about to come into some money mm mm-hmm yeah i i remember when bo was saying he need to tried to get with l woods after she got that um that tiger woods settlement like mm-hmm. if we could do it man we would probably do it um all right we have voicemails now i remember and i don't remember if you guys remember this but um a long time ago not even long three four weeks maybe mm-hmm. um a dude called the show talking about diversifying the race or some shit mm-hmm. and um i remember making the poll like is this dude insane mm-hmm. and then he continued like he was he left us two messages last week and it was like i'm only off work for a couple weeks so i'm not gonna call y'all again this'll be my last call then he left another message mm-hmm. after that and uh you know he, he was basically saying that everybody cheats and all this shit mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we responded to exactly what he said on the show. I mean, we played it seconds before. So anyone that wants to rewind can, can. no one wrote us to say, Hey guys, I think you misrepresented what he said, or he didn't say that or whatever. Um, but I do remember that poll and being like, is this dude crazy? What do y'all think? And a lot of people, more people, I think, a high percentage of people said this dude is crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it was like
1: two, two, yeah, maybe three. 2% at the most that said yeah. he wasn't crazy.
0: Yeah. And I think he started calling it with two, three feedback shows to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, the poll was, and I'll look at the results now. Do you think Lewis from Cali is sane or insane? Insane was 78%. Sane was 22%. Now I, I wish y'all could go back and revise some of your votes. And maybe after these voicemails, you'll want to, Cause I was like, um, I was right. He's crazy. But uh, here's a voicemail he left us last week. So, Rod. Oh wait. Yeah. And before I even play this, this will probably be the last time I ever play anything from him. Uh huh. So, yeah.
3: Rod, Karen, this is your boy Lewis from California. I love you niggas. And hey, I'm gonna tell you why I love you niggas. Because I love how. Y'all can take what a man says or a woman, notice I'm going deacon on you, or a woman, and spin it to what you think he said. I love it. That's what black people need. Black people need that. We need to take on the Republican mantra. Take what a person said, spin it, and turn it into what we think they said to fit a narrative. I have never said everyone cheats, never said that people are monoliths in certain things. But I love how you take what I said and spin it into Lewis is insane. I love y'all. You know I love y'all. You know I ain't mad at y'all. But I know Rod and Carrie, you have to fit into a narrative. Let me give you an example. You can think gay sex is repugnant, but because of the world we live in, you can't say it because it's considered homophobic. So y'all are in a heterosexual relationship, but even if y'all thought it was repugnant, you can't say it because you know there's a lot of gay relationships and there are gay people that listen to your show. I love it. I love how you take what I say. And make me feel, seem as if I'm the crazy person. I love it. Because in order for black people to succeed in this world, that's what we have to do. We have to have the Fox News narrative. The Fox News narrative. And and that's why I love y'all because y'all do it so well. I enjoy y'all. I've been listening to your show for years. Y'all are real. Y'all are real people. But understand, real niggas understand how y'all be, and you can't say certain, certain things because it's uh, not politically correct. So make me out to be the villain. I'll take. I, I can accept it. I'm like, I'm like the Dark Knight. I can be the villain. But I just want y'all to know, you have a good product. The white man ain't gonna never let you niggas be rich. <laughs> Y'all be okay, but that's how I be. Stay up. I'm in California, so you know I know the Crips is real. All right, peace.
1: So, um, like, just one—I don't believe that he's been listening for years.
0: Oh no, mm-hmm. I think
1: that's bullshit but
0: no um, he found us also
1: to say because if you listen to us you would never say some shit about us censoring ourselves Mm -mm. you would never say some shit about us being afraid to break the mold or presenting ourselves as some type of brand or lying on the microphone like i would never do that shit Mm -mm. um lastly that shit about the crypts um like i know that's supposed to be like some type of clever threat or some shit but like, what, what What? the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, so you gonna kill us or threaten us over a podcast that apparently you're not taking that serious? Like, I don't get it. Um, but he left another voicemail, too. Um, Rod. Karen. Oh, by the way, I also don't think he loves any of that shit he said he loves. Mm-mm. You can say I love it and I'm like, You don't sound like you love it. You sound like you don't love it.
3: Rod Karen,
4: this is Lewis from California. I'm just gonna call myself your resident troll because I know a nigga said he was gonna stop texting you niggas or calling you niggas and leaving messages, but every time I try to back away you niggas keep pulling me back. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but you niggas keep pulling pulling me back. And I ain't gonna say it's Karen, but Rod is you, nigga. You know, a nigga try to bow, bow out gracefully, but it's like, god damn, you have to attack a nigga every time a nigga says some shit. And I know you're like, okay, well, you may not agree with a nigga, but, god damn, Karen, I know you're gonna defend your nigga. You know, I ain't got no beef with you with that nigga, cause I'm a nigga. But Rod, you chill on this shit, dawg. Every nigga that disagrees with you, you ain't got to, like, spin what a nigga say and be like, well, that nigga's on some cheating shit. That nigga's on some shit that don't... Nigga! Can a nigga disagree with you? But I understand. That's why you have niggas call these messages.
2: Because
4: a nigga know what it's about. It's about control. it wasn't about control, you would have niggas calling in and shit. So I'm just going to say, look, nigga, you know the fuck out on that shit ain't nobody try to, trying to you know say a nigga this way or nigga, it's just a nigga can't disagree with you nigga so all I got to say is I enjoy your show calm the fuck down have people on your show that actually disagree with you not niggas that just agree with every fucking word you say and it's all good baby I know I done said nigga a lot, but that's the word I enjoy. Nigga. So, nigga, nigga, nigga.
3: Keep my teeth white like Paul Mooney said. Peace, nigga.
1: So, a few things. One, um, how we pull him back in, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know Two, what
1: we did. I, I disagree with people all the time. You Keep- sure do uh, we still respect each other and it's fine. Chill came on the show. He said he's been listening for years. This motherfucker thinks we only have people on the show that agree with us. Chill calls the show, uh, has been on the show, Argued with us for an hour and a half. There pretty much wasn't anything else. Someone just wrote the show today uh, about the Seinfeld thing. I don't agree with them necessarily, but I understand, I respect their point of view and we keep it moving. Um, secondly like we don't need an official troll of anything mm-hmm. like this will be the last time you, any of your shit has ever played on the show yes sir um so we don't really need it i mean you still you call behind an undisclosed number um so you know that 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 already kind of speaks for itself uh what kind of person you are and then the other thing too is like this weird obsession that some niggas get with me i don't understand it and i wish it would stop i'm not asking for this attention you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't want to be your leader. I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your buddy. I, I don't think about you. Like, I don't understand how y'all feelings get hurt to be like, and I got to call. I got a problem with you now. So I got to tell. And then second, lastly, um, I do think you're a cheater. I do think you have a cheater's mentality because all the niggas I know that think like that cheat religiously and they use that as control over the women that they deal with. And women in general so that they won't think they can ever do better than they punk asses. So they'll be like, look, everybody cheats. If you, if you leave me, it's just going to be for another nigga to cheat on you. So you might as well stay here and get cheated on by a nigga that you know, you know, so it's always that shit. You implied that I was lying. So you, you, the last phone call literally was like, y'all a brand. So I know that, you know, you can't say what's really going on you get on the mic and lie cuz you might have different kind of people that listen to the show i don't have to lie i'm a grown ass man um everything we do with our show is at will so if motherfuckers don't want to fuck with us they don't fuck with us nope. so um and i'll never beg for anyone to listen i'll nope. never i'll never beg for anyone to stay uh if somebody decides they don't want to fuck with the show they don't have to they and sure that don't. is absolutely fine yes it is um and if we disagree with people we disagree with them um if they can keep it respectful they're not calling up here trying to make veil threats about the crips or they're not you know a crazy person then we have no fucking problem dealing with them but uh as far as that shit goes um this will be the last time that you know i hear your shit on the show, and everybody else as well, because the thing that you don't realize is I still have control over this play button and you are talking about control. Um, yeah, everybody has control over the platform that they create. The fuck you think this is a democracy? You know, like you, the same way you have a control over your fucking phone. If I called you, you don't have to pick up the phone. Everybody has a control mechanism. It's built in you call me to get your voicemail played on our platform that we built into this. So you're welcome for what you were able to get out, but that's it. So you're done. Troll that shit. Next voicemail.
3: Hey, Rod, Karen. My name is Metz. I love you so, but I want to call you on some bullshit on your episode 631. We was talking about the snakes. That's not even Florida. That is Santa Ana, California. It's no Santa Ana in Florida. It's no Newfoundland Beach in Florida. That story happened in California, Santa Ana, up Bernardino, Orange County. Do a little bit better fro- spot um, checking. I know you don't like Florida, even though I am from there. It is a hell. It is a hell of a place. But please do a little bit. Please do a little bit more finding google search map search so you so you can get the right perspective
5: of the city
1: thank you bye um that's what i got you for you my fact checker dog also fact check how to hang up your fucking phone uh you should have it's the off button dog it's the off yeah there you go um but yeah dog um all you gotta do is uh call us when we get it wrong um uh, our girl, uh, rad film lawyer, Olivia, mm-hmm. she let me know that, uh, I said the wrong place on, uh, Twitter. Wasn't an asshole about it. it was very easy. Um, I think ah. it's just that thing where people from Florida don't have manners and shit. A lot of times they, you know, raise out in the wilderness around these boa constrictors and shit. And they just get in their feelings like they own that place or something, you know. So, hey, I, I do apologize for getting it wrong. That shit happened in California with those snakes and it was still disgusting. Um, and, uh, that's the one time that Florida was wrong, uh, was that I was wrong about Florida. So there you go, man. See, you, you see that, Lewis? It's so easy. Disagree with me and I just say, you're right and moved on, even though that person was a rude prick. What up, Rod
3: and Karen? It's our TS2. Uh, about the whole. Uh, in reflection to the whole po- post-the uh, NFL season. Number one, Broncos lost, Seahawks won.
4: Son of a bitch!
5: I'm
4: ah,
3: you, little bitch. Ah, I'm just happy a black man won. That's the only reason that I'm not, I'm not completely angry. Uh, second, I hope they fix the whole Redskins uh controversy over the off season cuz i just remember that like in ca- in the case of uh teams using native americans for their mascots i remember that my uh former high school has native american has a native american mascot and they called them their team the big reds and first of all big reds is fucked up second of all they're the most ratchet uh school in the entire district so i would want them to change so I think if I want those changes, why not have that happen for the Washington Redskins? So, yeah, uh, better luck next year, Broncos, and let's fix that shit, Washington. I'm out.
1: Did we talk about the Redskins? Like, what do they have to do with the Super Bowl? Did, mm-hmm. Was that a topic on the show? Did I forget?
0: Mm-hmm. Not unless you're getting that Ball's mixed up or something, I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe that was a – but he's not premium, so it's not that – I don't know. Maybe – what we talked about? Oh, no, no, no. There was an ad that didn't make the Super Bowl that was about the Native Americans uh, who were saying to do away The one you with. said you
0: watched separately. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. Whew. Damn, Howard, you almost got your call privileges revoked, man. You better – you need to bring up that damn... <laughs> bring up what you're referencing next time, bro. I don't, woo. Just today just wasn't a day, man. It's not your fault, man. I blame Lewis and them niggas. Next. <laughs> Thanks, voice mouth.
6: Hey, Ron, Karen. It's Mike. Um, I had to call in because you are talking about that dude, uh, Arthur Chu, on Jeopardy. And I haven't seen him yet, but I'm about to tune into Jeopardy tomorrow to see if I can catch him. Uh, trivia is, like, my thing. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Um, Lewis, my college team. We went to the national championship my senior year and stuff, so like it's something I've been big into and something I'm pretty good at. I've been trying to get on Jeopardy for a while now, um, and I am a 1,000% behind this dude because one, I jumped the buzzer if at all possible. One of the reasons my team did so well is cause I have really quick reaction time, so other people will know the answer, but they won't be able to get to the answer because I beat them just based on my buzzer speed, so That is a brilliant strategy. I didn't know you could do it, and now that I do know that, if I ever get on Jeopardy, please believe I'm jumping questions as well. (laughs) And if they let you answer the questions in any order, who cares about the rules? It is all about the money. Jeopardy is not about the sport. It Mm -hmm. is about that paper, because otherwise they wouldn't let you come back. You win Jeopardy the one time, and then, hey, look, you won Jeopardy, you're smart. I'm trying to get paid off Jeopardy. I want Jeopardy to pay off my loan. trying to get Jeopardy to buy me a house. I'm sure that dude is doing the same thing. I ain't mad at him. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Long may he prosper.
1: Peace. Uh, thanks, Mike. And uh, obviously, man, uh, I really just appreciate you for leaving a reasonable voicemail. Yeah, me too. Honestly, man, it's just, it had been a while. Thank
0: you since we got one today. I was
1: starting to doubt my life decisions and like, ah, what led to this point. Yeah. So I appreciate you just bringing the reasonableness that uh was missing from the show at this point. Uh, next voicemail. This was only seven seconds. I, I'm assuming it's just someone calling us niggers. I don't know. I haven't previewed it. Yeah. We're about to see. Hey,
4: Macklemore.
1: Hey, Macklemore. Ah! That was all that lady wanted to say. Um, So, all right. Macklemore, love. Yeah, Macklemore. Hey, if you're listening to the show, that one's for you. It sure is. Next voicemail.
5: Yo, yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, FL5, man. Um, what's up, Rod and Karen? Hope y'all doing good and everything. I was listening to y'all's feedback show, and, um, I heard that call from Lewis about the cheating thing. And, um, I'm a married person, you know what I'm saying, myself, and I've heard so many of these dudes come, come around, you know, and try to feed that bullshit to me, talking about, you know, man, you know.
2: Your girl, you don't know what she doing. Your,
5: your, your wife, you don't know what she doing. You don't know if she you know, if she fucking around on you. What you gonna do is she you know how she fucking around on you. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I I guess then I guess then, you know, I I just didn't um pick pick right, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
5: feel like you should go into a relationship with an expectation of being fucked over. It's like the dude is saying that you should just cheat. It's almost like he—he's just saying that to to protect himself in case mm-hmm. anything else. In, in case um, you know he's unhappy with the situation that he's in with his significant other, he feels like he should cheat just to just to protect himself or whatever. And and this whole bringing the relationship back through cheating.
4: What type of bullshit is that? I, I
5: don't get it, man. Um... I don't, I don't, I don't really know how how you would think that that would be something that you could something that that could actually work. I don't get it. If you bring some, if you bring some outside source into your relationship, if you look outside your relationship to fix your relationship, you know that is going to fail. That's that's almost inevitable. You know what I mean? The only way that it... well, I'm not even gonna say it's gonna fail. Different things work for different people. I know for me, it would not work because one thing I'm selfish. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want my wife for me,
2: and I don't want her with nobody else. And I don't,
5: I, and plus, I don't feel like she deserves me to be going out there, you know, doing whatever with with whatever females. Now I see beautiful women every day, or whatever, but I'm not out there, you know, doing nothing with them because I know how that would make me feel, um, you know, if she, if she was to go out there and do whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's not the only reason. You know, another reason, uh, I'm too fucking lazy for that, right? You know what I mean? I ain't <laughs> trying to do all that shit, man. You know, that that should take too much work. But anyway, man, I think I'm going way well over my time. Uh, y'all be easy. Love the show. Peace.
1: peace Peace. um and yeah phil i kind of agree um with a lot of what you said i think a lot of people do cheat a lot of people do a lot of shit but you know if you're gonna ask a question um or start off with some everybody does this everybody does that then you know i gotta say if i'm not doing it then i gotta say it right what am i supposed to do lie um but uh what, what i will what i would say is like especially to that first question. Cause people have presented that to me before. It was like, well, what are you going to do if she cheats on you or your wife does this, or this, you know, this is actually before we were married, before we even engaged, like, you know, what, what would you do, man? Cause you know, these are dudes who were like, Hey, let's go try to holler at these chicks. See, if we can get them come to the room. i will be like, no, nah, I'm good. Or, you know, there's been times where people were like, invited me to like be in a train, which I don't know. <laughs> Like that seems like a the...
5: choo-choo
1: train. No, not a choo-choo train. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what that is exact. Like, I don't know if you're supposed to be flattered in that moment. Like, Oh, you thought enough of me that you would want to have your sex in proximity to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes us more homeboys or less, if I should be offended. You know what I mean? That you think so low of me that I would want the ah! same slobber that's been on you to be on me. You know, like I don't know how it works,
2: right? <laughs> what's this, but I, but what's I just, de-
1: but I decline, you know, politely. I don't insult the people, but I go, "Thanks for thinking of me," That's but my I'm gonna decline yeah. on the blowjob train. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna just play some Dreamcast, and people would be like, "Well, um, you know, well, how you know your girl ain't out there cheating and shit, not because they, I think they feel judged by me just saying I'm not gonna do it." I don't judge them. I don't say a word to them. I don't look at them funny. I just go back to what I'm doing. And I think their conscience hits them. And then it's like, oh, so you think you better than me? Huh, brother? I'm like, I didn't say shit, man.
0: All I
1: said was, I don't want to get in on the same vagina that 20 other dudes are getting in. I'm cool. You know, I like my one vagina rule. You know, (laughs) it works. We have a system. It works for for me. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, I'm, and I've
0: been asked that question before too, and I tell people, I say, well, I handle that when I get there. That's well, why on, I, honestly, you know, there's and, only. And I don't plan on getting there.
1: There's, honestly, you know what? Like, people can posture all they want. You can say all you want. Um, but the only real answer to the question of what are you going to do? Uh, she, if she can cheat on you. What, how you, how you going to handle that is this. You're just going to be a fool. if if you're being ideal that is what the agreement is you're going into a contract where you're with a person and it's kind of uh it's a lot of trust It's a lot of faith to me that's what makes it um kind of you know it's what makes it good you know what i mean is that you go i'm going to believe in this thing like a child will believe in this thing Mm -hmm. and i think there's a certain amount of cynicism that we build up throughout our lives right you get especially the older you get the harder it is to kind of let let shit go like that you know what i mean like it's kind of hard to say uh i'm gonna love this person knowing how fucked up life is true knowing how much humanity lets me down on a daily basis i'm gonna pick this one person or people whatever your relationship is to believe in and that they will not do me wrong and that's a lot to, that's why I have, that's why a lot of relationships don't work out that's a lot to put in another person mm-hmm. and we all know it's hard to live up to yes you know what i mean it's hard to live up to anything it's hard for people to be parents it's hard for people to go to work every day Come on now. so i feel like um you have to admit that uh when it comes to relationships you're playing the fool if the other person is gonna make you that fool and you hope that you pick well, you hope that that person understands the ramifications of their actions and you hope that they would never do something like that. But you'll never know. And you can never you're not omnipotent and you you can't see the future. So you can never know you. That's what the trust comes from. That's what the faith comes from. That's what communication comes from. Like mm-hmm. those are the only tools you have to kind of hedge this shit. But that's it. Yep. You She wakes up tomorrow and goes, I'm getting strange dick. She's getting strange dick. Yeah, no. if you you know, <laughs> Not if, it's nothing you can do about it. If, if 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 I wake up tomorrow and I'm like I'm gonna be the new Wesley Pipes, it ain't shit nobody can do to stop mm-hmm. me. I'm an adult, mm-hmm. so you just have I'm like, to like,
0: how much is Wesley Piping and
1: paying you over at West Coast Production? Right, you just have to hope that people are, um, telling shooting you the straight, you know. And what I do know. Is if I was cheating, if I started this relationship on the cynical grounds of I'm gonna go out and do my thing because she might one day or may pers- may be doing it on the low, I cannot live in that relationship. I can't abide by that, and I couldn't respect myself if I hedge my bet that way. I'm not that stupid that I would con- stick that I would get married with that attitude. I wouldn't do it. If of- I if I really had the attitude of. Yeah, my plan is to cheat on this woman. So, uh, let's get it started. What the fuck am I roping half of my salary to her for? What's the point of wanting to make rent every month? I can get a roommate and fuck whoever I want. I don't need, you know what I mean? It's just, to me, it just, as a logical person, it seems like such a logical fallacy. I don't really understand how people can justify it. That's all.
0: Yeah. And it's also, it's one of those things too, to where Uh, if you already go in with that, uh, frame of mind, uh, you will never 100% love. And a lot of people have loved unconditionally got hurt and said, I'd never be a fool again. Yeah. And I think once people get to that and that, and and my thing is this, if your mind frame is like that, you will never 100% commit yourself to anybody.
1: I mean, I honestly, I don't know
0: people or whatever.
1: I just don't know how they do it. I can't speak on their experience. honestly, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are making it work and every day they go home. Like I fucking, I wish I I would love to cheat on your ass every day and they go home and they make it work. I don't have that issue. So I can't really tell you how to deal with it. Mm-mm. I also don't have the trust issue. I've kind of just put it away. Like, Hey, I'll be as surprised as your ass is. We is, all will be surprised. You know, <laughs> like I'm just like, whoever the person on the outside looking in me and you be surprised together. We go, out have a drink and cry about that shit together. <laughs> i i'm not counting on it and i don't know what i would do so i don't want to know what i do either but it's still one of those things where It's like that's the game baby you are putting your faith in this person you know um you can try to come up with ways around it but cheating ain't one of the ways you know <laughs> let me pre let me preemptively cheat on your ass mm-hmm. so that when you do so that when you do get caught i can say i was already ahead of you, you yeah know? so we both be cheating Not to mention, man, like Felt said, a great point about being lazy. And it's not even lazy for me. I don't think it's necessarily lazy. Um, I just don't want to expend wasted energy to get somebody else's pussy, honestly. It's just... So, I got to work for something now? (laughs) Like, I already have to do... Put in my effort. I already have to do enough shit around here. What the fuck? I need to add another motherfuckers schedule. I, I have a hard time getting people's interview schedules so I can sit down and record a podcast long distance. I don't even want to know how much work it is to try to fuck somebody secretly in the same town or cross country or like y'all can have it, but your boy ain't, ain't don't care. I don't, there's like when I look at like, and maybe it's part of just my social like anxieties or whatever. When I look at people in general, I see a set of problems. Like in general, I don't like people already. I'm already thinking of how everything can go wrong. The second I meet you, you know what I mean? It's one of the reasons that my conversations might be a bit more thoughtful and we might get, uh, you know, we cut through the bullshit fast and we become fast friends and tight relationships is one of the reasons that that happens. But it's also the reason that I could never really be romantically interested in somebody because I'm just looking at all the shit that's going to go wrong. I'm like, I don't like you like that. <laughs> it's hard to deal with other people's shit, man. I don't and their know. problems and their issues. Yeah, I got the lot of my wife for you. What the fuck? Who are you? You know, it's just so. But I mean, other people do it, but I just, it's not my thing. All right, we got a couple more voicemails. We're almost done.
3: Hey, what up, y'all? This is uh, Dad. aka come from Treachery. I was listening to you talking about how Roger. Had a lot of the uh, Wayne McDuffie uh, milestone comics. I used to see them back in, remember back in the day when uh, the, the comic books would be in the rack in the grocery stores when they just didn't have just a straight up comic book store. I was seeing them and I wanted black superheroes, but when I realized it was black owned, I was like, these comic books are probably gonna suck. Oh. And Now that I got older, I hadn't read any of them until I was an adult. And they've got their problems, but I like them. i you sad when Dwayne McDuffie passed away, a writer of uh, Justice League issues and uh, episodes. Um, I I I was in Houston for a while, and uh, shit fucked up, and I had to go back to Louisiana. And I got a ticket from my dad. I didn't have a ride to the Greyhound, so I had to pick what I could bring with me. And I... Most importantly, my calls, of course, I got two big-ass bags so I had to leave, like, over 200 kind of books and poly bags and hardbacks. Oh. I had X-Men, Alpha, X-Men, Age of Apocalypse, Alpha, and Omega, mm. and, like, all six issues of the Wolverine that turned into Weapon X, like, six issues, and all of them were, like, the, 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 the reflective uh, covers.
1: Oh. That shit
3: hurt my heart. I even had, like, uh, the first 25 issues of Spawn. Mm. Just thinking about it. There's some kind of way I could have brought them shit with me. They just they, they just left in that apartment.
1: Mm.
3: And also, Jesse Eisenberg, I actually think that might be a good thing, because if you go back and watch the social network, that scene at the deposition,
1: mm-hmm.
3: if they can make him that kind of asshole, he'd be perfect for Lex Luthor. All right, niggas.
1: All right, Daz. Thank you for uh for for calling in, man. Um, dog. Every time I hear the like, my stomach hurts every time somebody talks about like, yeah, man. My uh, I lost my comic book collection and uh, would have been worth all this like would that it shit. Worth
0: a million dollars. But that I had shit hurts.
1: It Especially them spawns, man. Them original spawn joints was uh worth quite a bit. Um, the good news is the all the silver comics ain't worth shit. Like all the shiny cover comics that probably you probably couldn't you couldn't get money for those like you'd have to pay somebody to help you so though you know i wouldn't worry too much about those but god damn boy them them original spawns dog uh last voicemail let's play this joint
3: rod and care what's going on this is brent i know it's been a long time since i've called but i finally caught up to where we are and where you are in your episodes. It's been a while with school and work and other things going on, and I just got real behind on the episodes, but I'm finally glad to be able to call you all again. Um, And I have to say that uh, it was great to hear your voice on national radio. Black guy who tips got a got a promo on live radio nationally yesterday. That was the coolest thing ever. We was sitting there talking to Bo. I called in and just like Morning Jones fashion, as soon as I hang up who's on the line, right. It felt just like old times <laughs> and you absolutely killed it. And we heard from Chill and from Mike and every and Stacy But it was just so cool to hear you and Bo talk on national radio yesterday. The entire nation got to experience what we used to have two, three years ago every single day.
1: Every day. And that was
3: just totally freaking awesome. So I just want to let you know that was awesome, my, my dude. That was completely awesome. All of back
1: Yeah, man. That was awesome. Um both, for people that don't know, Bamani Jones uh you know, friend of the show, friend of real life, uh all that stuff. He um has been um like a co-host on uh Highly Questionable mm-hmm. with uh Dan Levitard and uh, Poppy Levitard and that, like also if you're not watching that show that show's the best. Yeah, you're fucking up. Like that show is excellent. Uh, one of the best shows on TV. We record it and watch it religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, you will laugh every single time. If you hate sports, you will watch it and laugh because they don't really talk about sports. sports. And like the last third of that show is just ridiculousness. Um, so you guys should all be watching that anyway. Um and obviously, you know, Bo's been on Around the Horn. And uh Bo also, in addition to this uh kind of comes in as a guest on Thursdays on Dan Levitar's radio show mm-hmm. um and Dan doesn't really take a lot of uh questions doesn't take a lot of phone mm-hmm. calls from people and stuff like that so um you know but you know slowly Bo's having an effect and uh you know DJ Mike Hitman got the call up a few times I thought that was cool and uh Dan always threatens that one day he's gonna let Bo host his his show like Hey, you know, if I need a day off, we'll just let Bo do his show. We'll just kinda sit here and and, and watch in the room. And uh so Dan and Stu got the co host, um, both took yesterday off. So Bo was like, I'm gonna get to um do my show. So we're basically doing the Morning Jones um as much as possible on Disney's Airwaves. Let's keep it honest. This is Disney's Airwaves. And uh so Bo stars um Uh, you know, just coming out, doing his show, man, you know, talking to the producers, going through segments, you know, making jokes, observations, um, really cool. Um, and I was like, I may, I, I want to definitely make sure that I support him, and, you know, cause I, you know, I always support Bo and, Mm -hmm. uh, if I, I was like, you know, if I get a chance to call in, you know, I used to call in at the end of the show every day when he was doing the morning jones and we would mm-hmm. kick it for 15 minutes it just happened to correspond right with my break and it was also happened to be just about that part of the show where bo starts running out of shit to talk about so,
0: the show we, almost over.
1: so we do like kind of a recap like i would bring up something they talked about already but try to come from a different angle we can explore that and uh you know we would just kick it that way and uh it was cool and uh, um i had a podcast pretty much the whole time but i just never really shouted out on Mm -hmm. the air um and uh sometimes you know like every once in a while bo would be like rod you need to shout out the show and i'll be like shit that is right because the way that y'all hear us on the air on the morning jones is exactly what happens when bo calls me because some shit happened on twitter or something crazy happened on. like it's the exact same conversation with a little less cussing and and other st- other stuff, but it's the same basic thing. Like, he'll call me and be like, Man, they mad about this. And then we just talk for 15, 20 minutes, and then that's it. Like, all right, man, I'll holler at you till some other crazy shit happened. Uh, I remember one day on Twitter, uh, Mike Vick <laughs> it was like, Hey, I just got this Twitter thing and uh, you know, something like is it cool or whatever? And I just made this this observation Ooh. like like, hey, this could go way wrong. Yes, sir. Because he, like, people are thinking, like, oh, this is like a celebrity just getting Twitter. No, this is a man who's been in jail for three and a half years. Like, he don't really know about this atmosphere. social media.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, and how mad people really are at him.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, no, just how it goes, you know, the faux pas of social media. So we may, you know, like we would call and just talk for that about 15 minutes. No, it's not on the air. There's nobody going to ever hear that conversation or whatever. So, um, you know, all that to say, like, I just, I support Bo cause I'm a fan of Bo, mm-hmm. you know, us, us becoming friends has really not, doesn't have a lot to do with that. like, Mm-mm. Uh, us. that's that's really cool and uh you know obviously because he's a cool person that was able to happen but um it wasn't like i'm gonna go listen to this show he better be my friend Mm-mm. you know <laughs> like if he don't he better take my call like honestly man supported him no matter what there was a lot of times where i was surprised that uh they would take my call you know i was like i understand you know something else is going on maybe you're waiting on a guest to call in or something Hey, uh i can call tomorrow he's like nah call the show you know, um, stuff like that. And there were other times where it was like, I call in and be like, yeah, so what's going on? There'd be something crazy going on. I'm like, and he just keep me on the line for that shit, you know? So, um, it was just a real cool relationship, man. Um, before I ever called the show, I asked him on MySpace about how he got in the radio business. You know what I mean? Didn't have to answer that. A lot of people could have tried to big time me or whatever but he just kind of like gave me his little be- brief history and background and i was like all right cool i'm gonna check for this brother you know um didn't even know he had to show the original show in raleigh for a long time uh, my man rick put me on to the mm-hmm. to the um uh, the lunch break i believe it was called Yeah, i f- used to
0: stream that it was at 12 wasn't like
1: yeah it was at 12 and i couldn't call in because it was at, it was at lunchtime
0: yeah
1: so i couldn't really call in and it was a lot busier too and it was a lot more college sports and you know college sports and raleigh dog uh he didn't need no help but once he went to Sirius and it's like you're doing a morning show in canada mm-hmm. as an american in durham yep then i was like uh you know what i'm gonna call my man you know like let's you know because he'd be getting to that end and he'd be like yeah man uh, we talked about this talked about that anybody on the phone no shit uh what yeah. about So I was like, let me call in and you know, I used to make notes during the show and um, it really felt like uh, organic and like I was helping the show out without being overbearing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the reasons that I love having our feedback show. Me too. Because especially for people that are cool and respect the show, it's it's cool. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Yes, it is. And it's enjoyable. Yeah. For, you know, when someone opens up their platform, it's like, this is our platform. Our platform. We all kind of put in on this. Mm-hmm. It's cool. You know, especially if you have respect. If you don't have respect, then, I mean, obviously, like anything, if you don't respect it, you can get the fuck out. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, so yesterday, I say all that history to say this. Yesterday, I was like, I really want to call because one of the first things i told bo um when uh i would listen to him on a lunch break and you know i had to do the prerequisite like hey dog i ain't trying to be on your jock blah, blah blah you know how brothers gotta do you can't just come out and compliment nobody yeah I, I was like um yo man real talk um you're much bigger than this shit Um, because he was he was about to get laid off, like he and he had to work for like two months, knowing he was about to get laid off. Wow! And um, I was like, this is only going to help you because you're bigger than this. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, you are a legitimate star in this industry. You fill a void that people don't even know exist until they hear you. Yeah, which is the best kind. Like when people find you, they find something unique, and that is to me, like you're it's, it's, it's like a uh, nature abhors a vacuum there are so many young people mm-hmm. there are so many people from the south uh there's so many people that know hip-hop there's so many yeah. uh black people there's so many people that are thoughtful that love sports but they're just sick of the chatter of this 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 like monotonous angry older guy mm-hmm. calling into the radio station Jealous of all these athletes, Mm -hmm. upset. A lot of us watch sports and we don't have that. Like, we don't feel that negativity towards this. We don't have that jealousy towards these athletes. And we like having fun and we like talking about some of the stuff around sports more than the sport itself. True. You know, we would love to talk about the dynamics of, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, uh, in the locker room, um, trying to invite, uh, LeBron James to his new wedding. You know what I'm saying? Something like something simple like that where like Bo can make 30 minutes out of that. Or yeah. have a whole show about internet hookups. hmm You know? Uh <laughs> yeah,
0: just, we, we had so much fun time. It was a period of time where especially when the stuff uh hit with uh Tiger Woods, it was like in the middle of the summer. Yes. We rolled that for a very long time like and a lot of times the summertime was the funnest amount of time was the funnest time of the year Mm -hmm. because there was less like football and basketball so we talked about a lot of different things around sports that Mm. made it fun and enjoyable
1: i remember when the uh rick patino scandal busted out yes and it's funny because like a lot of people that like kentucky um listen to the show so obviously they hate louisville uh they listen to the warner jones so i remember calling in and the thing was, he was going to pay a woman $3,000 for an abortion. So Paul George, I mean, only a million, I mean, a million dollars. That is, I see why you thought that was enough. But, um, I remember calling in and making up a nickname like, hey, uh, maybe we should call him Ricky Three Stacks from now on. People still use that. Yes, they do. Like people from, people from Kentucky, like every once in a while, I'll get the, hey man, Ricky Three Stacks, that's great it just on randomly on Twitter because people are like, where did this come from? This is brilliant. You know what I mean? Um, you know, discussions about why they call the Louisville KFC arena, the KFC yum arena. And we make jokes about that. So there's, there's all that stuff. So anyway, all that history, just to say this yesterday, Bo got the host, the Levitar show by himself and everybody, except for maybe like Joe and Raleigh. I don't think we got the hit from him. But we heard from Stacy in Brooklyn, Brent. uh, Well, we didn't hear from Toya, I don't think. uh, But Chill, I got to call in. um, Lance Gilliam called in. Okay. Like, it was cool because it's like, that's our family, dog. Yeah. And our family got to have our moment on national radio. Mm -hmm. And I never thought it wouldn't work anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I have that kind of confidence in Bo. Uh, I have that kind of confidence in um, his talent and ability, um, and also just the organic, like the callers, like we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we code switch with the best of them, mm-hmm. and we can still be funny. You yes, know, the s- seconds before I got on the air, because uh, uh, Mike, the guy who takes calls, was like, "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" I was like, "I just want to talk about how Cleveland sucks," and he was like, "Don't say sucks." Uh, all right, going on the air, and I was like, "Oh, that's right, this is Disney. Yeah. Can't even say sucks." I was like, "I hope I don't say anything to lose this man his job." But uh, we kept it real PC, did the whole thing, got our jokes, you know, didn't have to, you know, no offense to Dan and Stu got, there was no explaining of the jokes. You either yeah, got them or you, you didn't. didn't. Yeah, just that cut and dry. You know, and, um, you know, and when it was over, you know, it uh, I hung up, I was listening, and then Bo shouted out the Blackout Tips podcast, blackouttips.com, and it, it took a second to sink in, but I was like, wait a minute, this. Is on everywhere.
0: Yeah, like, like, this is different <laughs> than serious. You know, it's serious, you gotta be like a serious person. You have to
1: be a subscriber. Yeah, but this it's is like it's explicit. regular flat
0: radio all over ESPN.
1: I just, it just took a second to, to sink in. Like, that is Homeboy Hall of Fame. First ballot, and like. He, he gets voted in what? next year. <laughs> Like, and I wasn't even expecting it. I wasn't even thinking about it. No, cause we don't think like yeah, that. Yeah, I wasn't going like, oh, this would be good for the show. Let me call Bo and mm-hmm. then he can shout out my show. Like, it nope. was, when he said that, I was just like, I, when he said he was going to do the show and find out what he couldn't do after he did the show, I said, dude, th- nobody can ever question that shit. <laughs> like, that's one of those moments where I was just like, I hope he don't get in trouble like <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm grasping my hold of my chest. Yeah.
1: Every time he does anything like that, I'm always like, I just hope he don't get in trouble. Like I don't really care uh, about, you know, our show is our work and our effort. And we put in, you know, we, we're going to do the best to make sure that it yeah, won't be we a, ain't Disney. Yeah. It won't be a failure and all that stuff, but his job is his job. And I would never risk a homie's job. Ain't that the truth. But you know, for him to put it out there himself, man, I was just, you know, obviously, Already had the highest amount of respect for that dude, but that's just one of those moments where you're just like, I salute thee. Um, now let's just hope he don't get no phone calls, nobody writes him and shit like that. But uh, that was just amazing and just you know, homeboy Hall of Fame moment for sure. Um, and uh, all right, we have emails, that's it. So yeah, but that was cool, man. That that whole moment was cool. Um, let's see, Ashley writes in Karen is on. <laughs> Karen made an excellent point on the ink podcast that she was a guest on. Yes. I had a good time with them. Formerly in ignorance Mm -hmm. about finding black podcasts on iTunes. I learned about podcasts from the white kids. I studied abroad with, Started off listening to This American Life and Radio Lab. I think
0: a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, I feel like
1: all of us do. Yeah, This American Life is like the number one. That's why I was like
0: always, people like, why is it ranked number one? Because it's like when most people think of podcasts, everybody goes, listen to This American Life.
1: Yeah, NPR, that's what podcasts are. Mm-hmm. Then you find out shit and you're like, what the fuck is this?
0: Oh uh, Yeah, she are be like, I like this, but they got to be something
1: else. Are these niggas saying nigga? Yes. Uh, I started off listening to This American Life and Radio Lab. I got tired of being in the jungle with a bunch of white kids and in a bout of depression, and des- desperation. I mean, about a bout of desperation. Big difference. I typed in "black" into the search bar and found you and Twib. I've been hooked ever since. I love y'all. You've been getting me through the day since 2011. Smiley face. Ashley, appreciative to fan number nine four six nine three two nine eight five eight two four five thanks for putting black in your name no problem
0: because well we had talked about that and, and uh i think uh having that in the name makes a difference because i never thought about it but people do actually type black just to mm-hmm. see you know anything else out there and if you find us you're gonna find a lot of people around us
1: yeah um if i could redo the name of the show um like i always think about this uh i would have liked to name it something like rod and karen show like something that let people know karen's on it as well yeah um
0: oh i like it like this. but
1: karen was very non-committal when this idea came up so i couldn't have you know she would have oh. been like and i'm out and i've been like it is just the black guy with tips now she ain't like this shit <laughs> um, but, but I, I like that but no, like- no, but I, I was gonna say i'm totally I i i prefer the name as it is now i think Like when I'm in a, when I'm talking to people, you know, with about business stuff, we're giving our card to people. Mm -hmm. Everybody laughs immediately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every different race. Yep. The lady at Maverick started laughing because we had sat down with one of the managers. It was like, hey, we're going to want to interview you for my show, Lip Smacking Good. And she was like, okay. She was like, oh, I seen the email come in. And she said, I thought it was a joke.
1: (laughs) And And also, every time I say it to somebody in a professional capacity, I think to myself, like, I get to do this for a living. Like we made this. Mm -hmm. This is the coolest shit ever. They wish they could do this.
0: Yeah. And, and and, wish
1: this was on the front of their business. Oh,
0: ain't that the truth. (laughs) And it's going to be one of those things where, uh, I'm just uh, excited. And it's cool because people go, the black guy who tests, I think the name is so intriguing that a lot of people look it up just because of how it's said.
1: Just to see what happens. Yep like I can't the people I feel bad for though are all the people and this is probably a lot of people that tune in expecting to hear a show that is gonna be kind of um, down on black people
0: oh yeah I feel bad for you yeah, or, cause, or the cause, show.
1: I, cause some people have even said to us like oh you you judge like I'm not gonna listen to it cause the title of the show you, you think you better than other black people cause you tip and I'm like you obviously have never listened to a second of this shit you know what I mean? Like you obviously don't even care to want to know, but I feel bad for those people because I'm sure that it probably takes a few episodes to be like, they're never really going to shit on just black people T-P-P. for yeah. not doing stuff.
0: And they're not going to have a show where they're talking about leave with 25 cent gratuity.
1: Well, we have, we, I mean, I mean, we have, but yeah, you know, talked you, about that you
0: call in and like, you know, hi, this Black a blackout. Hey, um, I went to lunch today and my meal was fourteen ninety five, and I left <laughs> a 25% gratuity. How about you, baby? Yes. When we went out to dinner today, you're not going to get that conversation with us. Even though we talk about gratuity and things yeah. like that, but it's not going to be like I that. just
1: feel bad for the people that think our show is on some uppity shit and it's not.
0: Oh, uppity Negroes? Nah, we ain't like that.
1: Yeah. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Shana writes in, this Macklemore shit is stupid. I agree. Me too. Already got me on the title. And yet here I am writing in about it. (laughs) And I agree on this too. Hey, Karen and Rod. I just wanted to share my thoughts about Macklemore and the Grammys as a queer hip hop fan. I think that the parameters of this conversation, Macklemore's Grammy win and the hip hop's complex relationship to the queer community are separate issues. Maybe, might be. I'll consider this. Let's Let's see what she says. First of all, Many people who have weighed in on this conversation do not understand how the Grammys work. Mm, That is true.
0: That is true. That's yeah. That 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 is That's the number one issue, I think. Right.
1: My number one question about all this shit has been consistent the entire time. When did hip hop fans start caring about the Grammys? Ain't that the truth? I remember when we were looking at Kanye West like he was crazy for giving a damn so much. It's like of course you didn't win. What's wrong with you? Get off the stage.
0: Stop throwing was, he stuff. Was like, I'm the
1: best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. You're the best. Just stay away from the stage. It's obvious. Ah. You're not supposed to win. Now we're like, uh, he ain't win. Kendrick Lamar, the best lyricist. So we're like, uh, yeah, because lyrics has been killing it at the Grammys <laughs> over the past years. They are voted on by members of the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. sciences which means this has nothing to do with fans. We watch and invest a lot into the show, but we have no bearing on who wins and loses. So since Kendrick lost, it's because Macklemore has more respect in the industry. And of course, this includes everything from hip hop, to country and everyone from producers to performers, to engineers, than Kendrick. So if you're mad, be mad at that. And be mad at the Academy and not Macklemore, because this isn't about society's racism or misunderstandings about real hip hop. We didn't vote for this one. Save that criticism for the People's Choice Awards. Hey, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think the only thing that fans come into for this shit is probably sales. Mhm. I think they look at sales, and but honestly, like other than that,
0: I don't even think that matters that
1: much. Yeah, I don't think critical reception matters that much. Mm-mm. Um, and uh, I, like, I think yeah, he
0: know one said an artist. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think he caught the wave, quote unquote, at the right time.
0: Yes, he did.
1: You know, like this just happens to be you know, this is a major issue in our society right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marriage equality.
0: Huh? I said, and and people, especially in the quote unquote rap game, aren't addressing that issue.
1: Mm -hmm. We also have to accept about uh, that. The minute that hip hop became mainstream, we don't own it anymore. We can take credit for its origins and the influence we have on it, but it's pop. But if the pop version of hip hop becomes what is more popular, we can't blame Macklemore for that either. If nothing else, it seems he made songs that suit his aesthetic as an artist. I don't really think he has any ulterior motives. I he might not that. even have. He might not even have known that the song would become as anthemic as it did. I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't really think you can like you, you couldn't re- predict that. Like, there's vehicles in in music, and maybe maybe he knew that there would be a big push, mm-hmm. but there was also a twenty five million dollar push behind Lady Gaga's album and a zero dollar push behind Beyonce's the music shit is still finicky
0: yes it is you know
1: and people could have written him off as corny white dude and i'm and by that i mean white people could have written him off the same way true and they didn't because people want their music to mean something mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and this is you know something that uh we haven't really heard from a straight person in hip-hop period mm-hmm. you know uh hold on, let me get this yo y'all with blackout tips what's up
2: what do they do, peoples. Oh, you know what hey, it is. How you doing, chill. Alright. Uh I don't know I don't know if y'all
1: got it, but I left a um a voicemail and shit. Oh, you left a voicemail? Hold on, why didn't that did. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Hold on a second, hold on, give me give me a second, hold on. Chill.
2: Alright.
1: Um Yeah, it's not showing up, dog. Hold uh, give me one maybe it's in in this thing. Nope. That's weird. Mm. So what was it about, dog? You you tell us uh, what what the voicemail oh, no, was about. No, no,
2: no, I'm I'm i I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to record. I'm gonna leave it again for next week. Okay. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's all, it's I'm sure all it was good. calling us all it's, kinds of
1: names and uh you know.
2: It's it's, it's all good. It's it's, it's all good. How, how, just tell was,
1: me how many how many dicks am I supposed to be sucking and yeah. we could just get it over with now. So It's know.
2: no. It's no. It's it's a it's a. Dick sucking of biblical proportion going oh, on. No. In the <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I, I, I'll redo it. I'll leave it. Because you know what? I was bored and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going call and I'm just going to leave some crazy ass shit. I ain't had shit to do about shit. But I figured, <laughs> fuck it. You cut me slack. I don't do it that, that. Well, maybe I do. <laughs> but I don't do it. In my. I'm mad. I don't do it that often, so I'm like maybe I can cut me some slack. Oh, I just want to say to the dude who got attitude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Papa who disagree. Suck a dick. We can start right there. That <laughs> nigga can suck some dick. How about that? Hey, disagree with that, bitch. <laughs> disagree with that one. Suck my dick, nigga. What the fuck wrong with you? Get your own shit. That's all. Get your own shit. Motherfucker be calling your shit, talking shit to you. It's like, <laughs> nigga, do you, nigga, I will hang up on your aunt, and I will talk about your mama. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, it's is, like, you do you,
1: do you know how a phone works? I have to hit play on this. Like, why you are you know? insulting me, man? Like, calling me a liar. <laughs> it's like, what the
2: fuck? Whatever issues you know, like, I tell people. Well, I don't care about your issue. Just don't bring them this goddamn way. Just don't bring them this way. I am all for living, let live. Just don't bring that bullshit over here. I mean, what the fuck, man? It's just, but you know what? It's it's always got to be an asshole. Yeah. It's always got to be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I enjoyed yesterday, man. It was it was nice hearing the fam yesterday. It was
1: so good, man. I felt like we all snuck into ESPN ourselves and Ah! and pirate radio that shit, (laughs) and
2: nobody knew. Hey, you heard, you heard, um, you heard Mike, the producer of some, um, this a different group of people calling here. <laughs> <I remember> her. <laughs> he said, <Yeah. laughs> these
1: aren't our usual callers. I said, you goddamn yeah, right, Mike. It, it, it,
2: like, you just, you just have no idea. See this, this shit like that make me wish long for the days that we were back on satellite radio remember he was talking about the pussy ride yes first of all i was so goddamn mad i'm like how the fuck he gonna tease me (laughs) no goddamn well i can't get on the mic and say shit about that because i'd have been i'd have been talking pussy ride but i would have dropped the riot long time ago Mm -hmm. fuck that and and I'm, i'm just like this is just wrong but I just want to say I enjoyed hearing you and Bretton. I think we did hear from Joe. Oh, yeah, that
1: was, that was a dude named Joe, but he ain't sound like my man, Joe. Joe and Raleigh would have been, you know, he would have had to say something about Duke, something bad about UNC. (laughs) You know, he would have said something about Kentucky. Like, you know, Joe and Raleigh, he he got his way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that Joe was too right. peaceful. He just called up and was yeah. like, you know, uh, Bo, I just think that, uh, you know, the kids need to do this, this and
0: that. No, and like, that's that's not Joe and Rob. Yeah, I was like, Joe
2: would have right. been up in here yeah. talking that shit. Yeah, you're you right, you're right. But it, it was just nice and in the fair. I was like, man, that shit made me long for old times like a motherfucker. Me too. You know I almost fucked around and gave a shout-out to Sasha. King of the list, <laughs> I don't wanna embarrass like that. I ain't I ain't
1: gonna go down you know hey, chill, go. chill. We was all like uh when your boy get a job at McDonald's and you go get the hookup. You know, you can't ask but for so much. Like we was like, can't just slide in the apple pie bowl, you know. We if if we would have started yeah. shouting out, you know, the old show, I think we would have been yeah, like, yeah. throw two Big Macs up in that bag. That's what that would've been like. Ah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I'm just like I, I, and the thing is, like I be nervous because I would be like I be scared I'm gonna slip up and say some shit I ain't supposed to say because I just be scared I'm a cuss because if we don't go that good I was tell him i will walk around with stink butt and I'm just like funky but I'm like man funky butt like a motherfucker I had to I like, oh, oh funky butt and then had to had to cut that shit up funky butt oh
1: yeah, shit. hey when be, uh when I when Mike answered the phone he made me nervous. Cause I was like, yeah, I just want to talk about how Cleveland sucks. And he said, "Don't say sucks on the radio." All right, you're on.
2: I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm I'm well aware, but it's like the same, I'm not sure. So you know, you have to get the the, the, the muted version of me, but I'm not. We we could make this work, you know what I'm saying? No, but like, I was like, I hope, I hope you know, both felt like you know, I hope he felt good that we had his back, you know what I'm saying? I tried to give my best impersonation to you. But that didn't come close. Just try to sum everything up. You know how you just come and sum every goddamn thing up like, nigga, we just did three hours worth of goddamn show. What the fuck? I don't even remember hearing that shit. What the? So I tried to give my best impersonation to you.
1: Uh, you did pretty good. You you got. If they would have gave you more time, I feel like you could have got it.
2: Oh yeah, I would have went in, and uh, and I just want to say something real quick to the white people. Leave the goddamn cheese alone. Cheese is mad at y'all ass. Cheese is starting to attack back now. Okay, oh, Lord. all right. If it wasn't for Clint Eastwood, goddammit, we would have had our first cheese casualty of 2014. All right, <laughs> white people. I'm trying to tell y'all. All right, y- 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 y'all better find y'all better find another foot. Eat some watermelons. And <laughs> I don't fucking know what's going on in this. Bitch. but hey, man, I don't want to keep y'all, this after one o'clock, I don't know what y'all got on the lunch menu, on your <laughs> podcasting thing, I know y'all got <laughs> shit to do, I want to cut bases, and I'm, don't worry, I'ma leave my voice mail, okay, all okay. right, you Thanks, love y'all, too. love you, you too, too. You, nation, what love, peace ah.
1: peace, peace. <sighs> I love that woman, I know, right, um, All right, so I was in a voicemail. Oh, I mean, email. So she says, uh, yeah, yeah. So we were saying Macklemore might not even know that shit was going to blow up, like the way that it did, Mm -hmm. you know. Now, I I think he probably wanted it to, but yeah, you just never know what catches on. I imagined it, yeah. Secondly, and admittedly, this is personal. I don't know how same love became the anthem that it is. It's not about the gay community. It's about Macklemore's relationship to sexuality as a straight man. I agree, and I'm surprised how little that comes up. Because, oh. like, the he the stars, like, I thought I was gay because I could draw. I was like, that's the stereotype you picked? Okay. But it could have been like, I thought I was gay because I was out here sucking dick, y'all. I'm just like, y'all, I get it. Um, And this is not to the song's detriment, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's the only... What other perspective could he write from? You know, really. I mean, and mm-hmm. be honest, he could have made mm-hmm. up some shit. Well, I know some gay people, but it's kind of... You know, I think it would be a little disingenuous if he also started basically writing like he was gay when he's not. You That's know? true.
0: And the thing about it, you talked about it, keeping it real. He was keeping it real. This was his real.
1: Yeah. I think the fact that the LGBT community is so divided about it makes no sense. People need to know the difference between appropriation and allyship. Lady Gaga is appropriating the LGBT movement. She is sort of an armchair activist. Yeah, Lady Gaga is weird. She like Says these things, but, um, uh, the thing that always stood out weird to me about her was when she rebranded herself as Lady Gaga, she had a, uh, a whole lot of rumors about, um, she may have been transgender. She may have been, uh, literally, uh, uh, born with both genitalia and stuff like that. And I, and it felt, and I'll never be able to prove it, but it felt like she was pushing those rumors. And the reason I say that is because when they did interviews, she would never just be like, that's not, that's not true. I just care about LGBT rights and that's all you really need to know. Instead, it got turned into like the rumors went on for longer than they had to because she would not just be like, you know, and it wasn't even like she was saying, well, it's none of your business. So I'm not telling you. It was just, just kinda like this this is helping me. It's causing pandemonium. Of course. People are looking to Clicks. see if, Yeah. People are looking at, at different pictures on my crotch to see what's going on. And I think that people um you know, it 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 made her otherwise more interesting than she would have been. You yep. know, and, and now people are kinda seeing that she's not that talented and she's a lot of uh a lot of hype when it comes to like yeah. i'm wearing a meat dress like okay yeah,
0: because the thing about that is that there's no longevity in that flash if you want longevity you need to be need to be uh really have a career and yeah instead, instead of just trying to bedazzle my eyes to get me to look for a few
1: minutes and if you want to be a professional ally you're gonna always have to be on like yes you are professionally you're gonna you can't tire of this cause you can't go oh, well i think I that's enough. enough
0: for today time to yeah. move on to
1: something else so you know but you know, but the whole idea, it's kind of like when Madonna kisses a pop star like Britney Spears on stage. And you're like, I don't think that's a statement on the LGBT community. I think it's another thing to help Madonna sell albums. Of course. Um, <clears throat> she is sort of an armchair activist. She posts the right things on Twitter, but is clearly not that invested in the politics. Madonna, in certain parts of her career, particularly during the AIDS crisis, has done advocacy to match what, has, what was happening in her music. Even if that wasn't to your liking, there has to be more nuance to the conversation. I don't think Macklemore is either of these things. He is an artist who made an honest song that became really popular and won a Grammy. Not sure what the big deal is. Yeah, I don't even think he, I wouldn't even say he's an ally. Because I don't think he thinks he is. Like, he doesn't try to be, it doesn't seem like, he follows the quote-unquote rules, but he's not going to no pep rallies, and no call. Like, he's just like, I make my music from my perspective. Mm-hmm. My number one job is selling these records. Yep. Um. Plus, it just seems like people are so thirsty to call everything activism now. Yep, and everything's not activism. Yeah, you wrote a song. You're an activist. Like nigga, I'm not getting hoes for this shit. Yeah, we're not I'm just made a dope, Yeah, I'm just made a hot sixteen. That's it. That's it. Can I? Can I go back to?
0: <laughs> I didn't walk sixteen blocks. I mean, hot yeah. sixteen verses. Not the same.
1: Anyway, love the show. You and Rod uh, take on things. Also, this premium content is amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you, up. sweetie. Glad you enjoying. Yep. I'm glad you enjoy it too. Nate writes in, Hey, Ryan and Karen, my name is Nathan. I'm a listener from Maryland. I have been listening to you guys for about three months now. You guys are great. Y'all helped me get through my work day and also put me on the other podcast, like three guys on. That episode was one of my favorites. Guess the race is the best game of all across podcast land. Also, I know y'all love your TV shows and sometimes miss an episode. I always go to this site, levita.ch. They have all the movies and shows for y'all. Although some of the newer movies may be shitty quality. TV shows are all great. As far as I've seen, I appreciate what y'all do. Keep up the good work.
0: Thank you, sweetie.
1: No doubt. Thanks for the link. I probably never click on it, but thank you for the link anyway, Mm -hmm. sir.
0: Thank you. Somebody else out there. Go check it out.
1: Open letter, especially to the fellas of TBGWT nation for my girl, Miss (laughs) Crissable. Greetings and good tidings. I bring to you in the name of Rod. After conversating with one of my new homies for life, H4L, Jay, after, after her return to TBGWT, I poured some nice hot tea in my cup so I could sip on it while she dishes on all the thirst she had to deal with while on the show and after. Sadly, she said, there was just only one dude showing interest and it was the usual suspect. <laughs> oh, Lord. I like that Howard has become the usual thirst suspect. Of course, I had to do a spit take on my on my delicious tea once I heard that. Yeah, Jay, Jay Fine. Oh, yeah. she's gorgeous. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought I can't remember if I thought is she married or she got a man or something. I, I can't remember. Think, we, I don't
0: even think we asked it, but I don't think she does. I
1: yeah, I don't know why I thought she did. If she don't, my bad. I, I that's my fault. Yeah. If if that if, if Jay, if you looking, that's my fault. I should have been out there on some. Uh, cause I will pimp the shit out of uh, a hot guest. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I when Dylan was on the show, I was on Twitter at the same time. Like, ladies, Dylan's on the show. I know y'all like them nerdy comedians. Come on, somebody ah. got to be with it. Come on, ladies. Get the thirst up. Uh Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. They might all have men. I don't know. But I'll I'll be out there like, come check these ladies out, people. They hot. We out here trying to get this get this bread. Yes, we are. Trying to get this bread, Ma. Fellas, what had happened? She says. Oh, my girl blessed y'all with her presence on the screen. and Y'all didn't have a DC to point out in the least sense that she was an attractive female. I say,
0: well, now we did.
1: Now, I actually saw some people in the chat. This is like, this yeah, is like a,
0: live, live. Yeah. yeah they, of, they was on her.
1: It's a little bit of a size here, guys. Uh, I saw people in the chat that were saying things. I'm just saying maybe not as much as Jay would have liked. I don't know. Women's egos are ridiculously huge. Okay. So ah! I, don't, I don't know if it was enough. I don't know if it can never be enough. I think it's never, it's not enough until women start feeling uncomfortable. Then it's, then it's like, there's, there's just too much. There's never, there's never, there's too little and too much. There's never just right true somebody always has to be like gotta take it too far when she's like
0: okay i'm uncomfortable
1: now it's like like you know when brandy was on the show and it's like it was cute for a while and i did like oh yeah brandy you know we're just glad we get you on the show everybody's all excited looking all good and then all of a sudden somebody's like look at them titties and then brandy's like okay now i'm gonna just uh back up from the computer um yes so yeah i i was kind of glad they didn't take it too far but yeah i see you i don't know how to what to make of this it is, is it a sign of y'all becoming involved, mature, and sophisticated young men? No. Have y'all passed that level of maturity and devotion to punk bitch asthma? Y'all scared? Y'all scared. She's too fast. If she likes you, she'll slow down. FYI. Was the yeah, camera. always running. That's why. Was the camera not low enough? It wasn't that low. You know what I mean? <laughs> she could have, you know. She could have wore something low cut. You know oh what I'm saying? Lord. She really wanted to. Listen, I'm not saying what she has to do. You just asking. You weren't there. I'm just telling you. If she would have like put the cleave out, you know, probably would have been uh more thirsty. But that also makes it hard to do the show.
0: Yes, it does. Because then the
1: whole time, she's going to be talking to the chat room and stuff like that. But it just depends on what you want to put out there. Is this reverse psychology scratching my head? Because I don't get it. This is very, I, I feel like, Miss Criswell is setting Jay up to just get some sort of like just pictures of dick or something by accident. Just, oh, it's coming. Yeah. I feel like Jay is going to be like, why did you do this? My inbox is full of dicks now. Yeah. Now
0: my Instagram and, inbox
1: is full of dick You know, dick I, I, I was fine. I, I, I'm okay. This is very odd and peculiar indeed. So I have, so if you have Jay on Facebook, hit her up. It's only natural. Encourage her to join the hodgepodge. That is Twitter. She does have a Twitter. She never uses it. Oh, she just said that. She says she has an account, but she, but hasn't used it in a long time. She's a business woman and we don't need to muck up her Facebook page. But when y'all get the opportunity, encourage her to come to the other side and tweet hashtag tweet J tweet. That is all hugs and kisses, Miss Crystal. I, I don't, ah. I honestly, until I hear from Jay co signing this, uh, I'm not, please, nobody send her dicks on her Facebook page. Please don't you That woman has a job she makes a lot of money money. and that's how she could be premium and if you fuck up her life you're fucking up ours too so let's keep it don't do it keep it classy people keep it classy all right um hey y'all this is from erica hey Rod and karen i can never tell you guys enough how amazing i think the show is i have listened every day since i discovered in august 2013 i I was pretty excited when karen followed me on instagram and rod disliked my sword ratchetness post you guys inspire me to do something creative. I once expressed interest in blogging in a previous n- email. Well, I finally got it up and going. Please cl- check out my blog on the rarish, and it's r a a a r, and uh, it's s o r a a a r dot wordpress dot com. It is my hope that I can interview you guys one day. Well, yeah, email us and we can set something up. We sure can. Best, sell, best wishes uh, to both of you on your business and keep the great shows coming. Sincerely, Erica. P.S. I would love to sing the guest to the race theme song on the show someday. Um, We'll see what we can do. You know, I, you never know who's going to be on the show. It's all organic, but, uh, you know, um, I I'll, would I'll, I'll have to figure out the logistics of how we would make that happen mm-hmm. without Skype cutting off the sound, but we'll see. <clears throat> Feedback for episode 636, Running the Trap. This is from James. Hey guys, first off, I love the show. I've been listening for maybe six or seven months now and it's amazing. Okay, so I have to make a confession. I currently, I'm currently running the trap on a lady here in Germany. <laughs> Like I told you, if we could do it, men would do it. Of course. It wasn't my plan. I'm not that kind of guy, but here goes the story. I married a German woman in 2007. We lived together in the States for a while, but we came here to live in February last year. Once we got here, she changed completely. We weren't clicking and got separated in December. I sold all of my possessions back in the States, gave up my apartment, sold my car, left a good job and finance to come here and live with her. At this point, it's easier to stay in, in Germany as opposed to going home. Now, I'm teaching English and making okay money, but not what I'm used to. I do have the apartment I got together with my wife uh until August 2015 and only paying half of it. She moved out and is still paying half. Not bad for me. So why the trap? Well, the clock's ticking, my niggas. All my finance, account knowledge, and licenses are really based on American law, and my skills don't translate well here. So I'm worried that I have to leave this half-price place and won't be able to afford a new one on my own with my reduced earning power here. And I live in Hamburg, which is the most expensive town in Germany. Fast forward to this lady I met on a dating site. My German is good enough to date women from here and have no problem communicating. So meeting folks has actually been pretty easy. But I focused I've focused in on this lady. In Germany, they have what they're called Ginnoset wait. Ginnelsen Schaft. Giddleston Shafted. okay? In short, they are non-profit real estate clubs that everyone can buy a in. This w- lady is running the trap, the, I'm running the trap on, he sounds so proud of this trap.
0: He's like, I, I did it! I'm telling Y'all you, saying
1: men couldn't do it, I'm doing it! I'm telling you, men have no shame. I didn't say you can't do it, I'm saying they gotta help. Women, men, like can, once you impregnate a woman, it's up to her. Mm-hmm. At any point a woman can call this shit off, right? Yep. <clears throat> this lady is I'm running the trap on has an apartment through one of these clubs in a great part of town for only $500 us a month. The area of town is so popular. She waited about 12 years for a place in this area and there are no leases. She stays as long as she wants since she owns a share of this real estate club. My trap goal is this, get this woman to fall in love with me and be willing to, to I hope she didn't listen to the show, be willing to live <laughs> with me in this great apartment by August of next year. you know, not a bad not a bad plan that gives you plenty of time it might almost be too much time you know what i mean because um she might want to get married or something by this because you know that's like over a year and some change away so you're gonna have to take it slow but not too slow fast but not too fast because then you end up marrying this woman and shit and you might not want to be in that I have to ask you guys, am I a horrible person? Yes, of course you're a horrible person. What kind of question <laughs> is this? What? What? <laughs> am I a horrible person? Yes, you wrote this. <laughs> oh,
0: oh,
1: that is good. If I'm a horrible person, I should say I do like her and I'm not trying to Paul George her or anything. That is basically, a, this is basically a safety play in case I don't land a good paying gig in finance before August 2015. Hey, being a horrible person doesn't mean you shouldn't do this shit. This is yeah. practical and reasonable. <laughs> a lot of horrible people do practical because and reasonable things. shit. Just cause you don't have the moral, uh, you know, Office. yeah, you don't have the moral, moral compass to guide you to a better plan. Don't mean there's a bad plan. So don't get me wrong. I'm not judging you, but yes or no, am I horrible? This is some horrible shit to do to a person that you don't love. I hope this email isn't too long, and I must say I'm not a premium member. I do donate my Facebook and Twitter accounts. Money has been crazy with the move over here, job change, and then separation. But no, if I pull this trap move and I'm only paying $250 a month per rent, I will be all premium, everything. Shit, I'll buy a membership for people I don't even know. Love you guys. Stay up, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James. Well, I hope you get it, man, because we're horrible people too, and we would love uh, more people listening to the premium shows. So. Yep. Happy for y'all from Black rock Hey, ron and Karen, I just wanted to write in real quick and say congrats on all the business moves y'all been making. I've been listening for a while now. Whenever you guys share stories about how you're growing TBGWT as a business, I'm genuinely happy for y'all. I don't know how other fans feel, but when you guys relay stories about getting business licenses, meeting with financial advisors, I get so happy for y'all and how far you guys have been able to take the show. I'm rooting for y'all, and I'm glad that I can finally become a customer of this fine black business.
0: Thank
1: you. I just became a premium member, niggas. (laughs) (laughs) What other business can you write that into? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm premium, motherfucker. like, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for shopping at Foot Locker. Uh, no, it don't work like that. I wanted to do it sooner, but between losing my job last year and trying to raise a Blazing mulatto kindergartner, oh. I wasn't able to go premium right away. But now I'm finally able to support y'all. Wishing y'all nothing but the best and future success. Fuck the haters and crazy niggas. Keep doing what y'all do, and we'll keep supporting y'all. Well, thank you, Black Rod. We appreciate it, man. Good luck with you and your kid and yes. all that stuff, too. Yes, sir. And uh thanks for going premium, man. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're liking some of these uh shows. Miss mm-hmm. Danny 10 says, has, wait, the title of this is Miss Danny 10 has more feedback. Hey, Rod and Karen. I hope y'all have been having a great week. Congratulations on becoming a businessman and businesswoman. I know this means even more great things will be coming to the TBGWT Nation. Now I have a few words about that white lady in that yoga class. Yeah. I think that story got a hundred on fucking with black people, but if I did, but if it didn't, I know it will now because I have been fucked with. (laughs) I think it did get a hundred. I think that white lady probably doesn't have any black friends because if she did, I'm sure they would have told her that the black lady behind her probably wasn't even worried about her simple ass. The fact that she made all this shit up about what another woman might be thinking about her just makes her in the insecure, weak ass bitch. If she never had an encounter before, I'm sure she'll get plenty now that the article has come out and that will definitely give us something to cry about. Ugh, That bitch made me so mad that if she was on fire, I wouldn't spend on her to put her out. (laughs) Sigh. Okay. I think that's all I have for her. Two last things before I go. Howard has to be the most awkward fan of the blackout tips. I mean, really, sir. I know he's doing better with feedback, but when his voicemail plays or when he calls in, I'm like, here we go. I think, <laughs> I think he needs someone to just shut him up after a while, like a girlfriend to just show him her breast to distract him. Danny, you're going to end up being her. You know, it don't take much for Howard. Ooh, ooh. Howard probably like, I got a chance. What's her email address. Uh, I'm sure he would stop rambling and say, Ooh, titties. And if that doesn't work, then the girl should put his head between her breasts or put one in his mouth like a pacifier. Ha! But I know he means well. <laughs> Even though during his feedback, I'm giving him the side eye through my phone. Well, y'all are. If it worked, I'm sure, <laughs> um, if, if it worked, I'm sure you probably read it, but I left comments on Stitcher two times, y'all. Oh man, um, I didn't see him, but sometimes it takes a while. Yeah, also, the delay. they send you an email and you have to click confirm. Probably and that helps. over. Yeah, but him. hopefully it'll be up by next week. Trying to support every way I can right now. Best of the black, rest of the TBGWT nation needs to get on these five star reviews, reviews, cause Miss Danny 10 said so. Mm hmm. All right, fam. Love y'all, Miss Danny 10. Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, we love you too. We appreciate it, man. Uh, this is fun, man. Tomorrow's episode, we'll have, uh, Rashadi on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Tuesday, Mike Kaplan is back. So. Woo-hoo! you guys have been watching uh at midnight you know you Mm -hmm. might you might recognize him from there of course he was on the show uh before and stuff so make sure you guys check all that out um that's that's it for now man we'll be back uh tomorrow um until then i love you you too baby